Welcome to the Brutally Honest Podcast with Harrison Barron, and today I'm joined by my very good friend and magician, Michael Rossetti. That's a hell of an intro. Right? Right? <laughs> the um, So Mike just blew away all of my co-workers, um, CEO, and everybody with some ridiculously oppressive magic tricks. Uh, at least someone thought so. That's oh, good. <laughs> dude. No, but the fact that you did it four times in front of us, three, four times in front of us. Uh, yeah. With the borrowed deck. That's always with the, borrowed uh, deck. the most so. important part. The uh, yeah, super super impressive. Um, so I know you've probably gotten this question a billion times, but how does one get started, or how did you get started in magic? Doing what? How many people have you shaken down for money for money for it, or whatever it may be? You know, no one's ever asked me that question before. No, I'm just kidding. Uh-huh. Uh, but uh, <laughs> no, how did I get started? Um, I guess the uh, the genesis has really got to be. I was taken by my grandparents to see David Copperfield when I was eight or nine okay. years old. Oh, wow. And uh, I bought that magic kit that everyone gets when they're that age. <laughs> yep, yep. Um, I think everybody and their mothers own that. Yeah, with set. like the little, um, the red ball and the, the cups. And and that started me on a crazy journey of, uh, of this hobby that turned into um, a serious love affair with cards. My grandparents, well, my both my grandfathers taught me my first card trick. Oh, wow. And that's when I realized that this is what I just wanted to obsess over. Um, and I have that type of personality where if I start to like anything, uh, I'll start, I'll just go full throttle it's, yeah, into it's an it. an addiction. Yeah. It becomes an addiction. So uh, the card tricks really started me off on something. I went to the library, looked up every book I can, tried to learn every little tiny slight, how to move a card here, how to palm a card, how to yada, yada, yada. And um, that turned into every family gathering, every reunion, I was the attention whore that would say, everyone, stop what you're doing and pay attention to me for a second because I want to show you what I've been working on. But I only showed my family until I was probably 14 or 15 years old. Yeah. I told um, you, yeah, I know exactly how that feels. Yeah, yeah. Well, well main, mainly with this, the uh, <laughs> because I still don't even think half my family knows that I do this. Um, yeah, well, yeah. I'm just like, eh, it's probably better if you don't listen to it. I curse a lot. <laughs> We're a little inappropriate sometimes. It's just better off if you guys don't. Yeah, like I reserve the tricks where I pull cards out of my ass for <laughs> non-family <laughs> gatherings. But uh, but I, I, I didn't want to show anyone else. I was, uh, you know, I, I didn't think, I never thought I was good, to yeah. be honest. And I don't mean to sound like um, too, like I think I'm good now. But yeah. I never thought that I was any good until I started showing, you know, some friends at school. And then I was too afraid to show anyone who I didn't know. That yeah. was like my big thing. Yeah. Like I didn't want to show a, a trick to someone I didn't know because I felt like the people that knew me at least gave me the benefit of the doubt mm-hmm. of, uh, yeah, I'll watch this. And then, uh, so I forced myself to. I went to um, Roosevelt Field Mall. Okay. And I walked around for like a few hours. And this, I, I was probably about 15 years old. Walked around for a few hours and just with a, a few coins and a deck of cards. And I was just like, hey, you want to see a card trick to everyone I saw? Yeah, you, you gotta. You gotta yeah. just get used to it. And I broke myself of that complex i guess and then after that it was like a damn burst and i showed everyone everything that was a, probably to the point of being annoying yeah. anyone i met i was like hey you want to see something cool um and then i started doing it when I, at my brother's bar mitzvah actually i uh <laughs> was showing tricks to the dj uh-huh. and he said oh you're pretty good i have a friend who is getting married next weekend i'm the dj at the wedding I want to bring you along as a gift. I'll give you 200 bucks. And I was like, 200 bucks? 
Yeah, I'm yeah. 16 years old. That was like a million dollars. I I can get paid to do this. This is awesome. So, yeah, it's insane. Yeah, so I ran home and I printed up um, business cards on like printer paper. Mm-hmm. And uh, from then, it's uh, I've tried to do as much as possible. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. That's super impressive that you... That that's how you did. And what what forced you to go into Roosevelt Field Ball and just do all these magic tricks in front of these people? Oh, it's a good question. I um, I, well, I was actually it was because of my reluctance to show anyone, and my friends were like, you know, you you, you should just show people this. You know, it's, it's yeah. And they, I was like, nah, I don't want to show. This is this is mine. You know, this is for yeah. me and for you know my close friends, my family, and they were like, show it to people. And that's when I realized I was afraid to. And then that bothered me, I guess, on some level. Like, why am I afraid to do that? So, Especially when you're doing it that often. Where, yeah, where it was, it's not even like, oh, you're testing out the trick. It's At that point, it's become so repetitious that it's just, it's second nature. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it became part of my identity. You know, like, I, I, I was Mike, the kid that does magic. Not Magic Mike, because that disappoints bachelorette parties all the time <laughs> but i was i that was part of who i was i it became part of my you know what what i thought Spiel. of myself yeah, yeah. so so if for 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 it to be that big of a part of my identity and to still be terrified of exposing it to anybody yeah. um that that bothered me i guess on some fundamental level so i wanted to force myself out of that and i've always been the type of person to you know if i don't want to do something or if, if if a part of me is afraid to do something or doesn't want to do something i just have to force myself to do it because hey i gotta yeah. see what happens yeah no i definitely hear you on that the um i mean the this whole thing started um with my buddy cam who, who i was telling you about yeah and um but i had I, I had wanted to do it for so long and i was like i think that this is something maybe i'm good at maybe i'm not good at but even if i'm not that good at it if i have fun doing it i don't even uh, if somebody wants to listen, they can listen. If somebody doesn't want to listen, all right, I don't care. It's still fun, and I get to I get to meet awesome people, and and through work, I get to meet awesome people, and then some of them come on the show, and um, I was just, and then thank God, Cam had said like, fuck it, let's just do it, and right. I went out, bought all the shit, and just learned my way from there. Yeah, so I guess, I guess it's very similar, you know. If you if you just you just go head first into stuff, you learn on the way, and uh, you know that's why if if you if you can enjoy it. And that's how I was with the magic. You know, I didn't care if people liked it or not after that. Yeah. I, I, I kind of had to break myself of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it turned out to be, you know, the it was freeing. The yeah. Fact. Like, look, oh, I'm just going to do it. Yeah. yeah. And and the craziest part, and the cool, I guess one of the coolest parts is too, I mean, other than probably buying the materials, which is basically like this, there's little to no upkeep mm-hmm. in, in the magic world where it's not like, oh my God, I have to go pay... Uh, I have to go pay for this person, then I have to go pay this person, then I have to go. I got to make sure that I pay this bill so I can keep my my business or whatever my fun hobby is done. It's it's just that one time expense, and then maybe some minor upgrades here and there. Very, very low overhead business. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, it's de- it's definitely super impressive uh, that you've done all that. And then, what made you get involved with like the more professional networking and stuff like that as a magician? Because huh. typically, you find. Uh, for anybody that doesn't know, I, I do a lot of networking, professional networking for my job, and that's how I met Michael. But it's typically people, not saying that you're not a professional magician, but it's typically like CPAs, lawyers, uh, doctors. I mean, these people are, they're just, they're paper people. Right. That's I guess that's the best way to put it is they just paper pushers all that. I don't disagree with you. I, I've been to, um, well, let me, let me back up. So my... I, I was doing magic 
since I'm 16 years old, mm-hmm. and uh, I went to college. This was my. I was like, I don't even need to be here. I'm doing. I'm a magician. <laughs> you know, this Who is. Needs this shit? Uh, what am I learning? <laughs> this is, so, so I went through college. I was doing this in some capacity um, uh, f- since I'm 16 years old. So you know, for years, mm-hmm. um, I get out of school. And I'm a I'm a professional magician. This is what I'm doing. I start doing it. I you got a I, degree in college. I have a degree in finance. <laughs> um, and yeah, and I uh, yeah. So I'm, I'm a professional magician now. I'm doing this. I built a website. I'm uh-huh. getting gigs. It was going all right. Uh-huh. Um, you know, I didn't know anything because I'm fresh out of school. Yeah. Um, and I started paying student loans off. And I'm like, you know what? I bought this degree. Maybe I should get a job. So I, I got a job as a financial advisor. Okay. And I worked in the financial services industry for about six years. Oh, shit. And that's where I learned. I And yeah, it's funny. When I first got the job, my intention, I was always like, yeah, I'll do the magic on the side still. And it's, uh, you know, I was working 60, 70, 80 hours a week. Anyone Jesus. else in that industry knows how it goes when you're the, the grunt, the new guy. Yeah, when you're the new you guy. Yeah, put your time in. Um, so... The, the marketing efforts I spent before getting a real quote-unquote job, um, you know, I still had some parties coming in, and then as the years went on, I wasn't actively doing it, so it, it dwindled off, but mm. I learned how to sell myself. I learned how to be, I learned how to market myself as yeah. a financial advisor, but I learned how to meet people, and one of the biggest things I learned was that networking groups exist. DNI, yeah. Latip, and the big ones, and then all, like, the, then then the other ones, the offshoots from those. Yeah. So, when I made the decision to start focusing on the magic more, which was like early 2015, mm-hmm. um, I was like, you know, what, let's get back into this for myself. So I started doing it more, and then uh, uh, at the beginning of 2016, I started to realize I could leave my job and transition out of the practice a little bit. Mm-hmm. And uh, I didn't know what else to do to grow it, except for what I already know how to do, network. Yeah. yeah. And I thought it was hysterical, just like what you said. Networking groups are always, there's always a CPA. There's always an insurance guy. Yeah, it's a there's lawyer. There's always a lawyer. There's always three lawyers. And yeah, then, there's, a, there's a mortgage person, 12 mortgage. financial advisors. Right. Uh, maybe a couple tech people. Let's, let's go with tech people. They, mm-hmm. That covers all areas. Um, it's, it's whatever. It's just, it's so far, like... Rarely ever do you see like a construction worker or some or like a construction company in there or something like that. Which that's why I always found it interesting when you were there, and I think it's awesome that you're there because well, you know, people away. Well, what's funny because uh, yeah, it's all salespeople, right? Yeah. And they're all uh, and I'm not not to begrudge them, but uh, the the what I've learned about networking is that uh, especially in my former life, let's call it uh, being a magician because I would show card tricks to people because this is something I used to do. It was still something I did. Yeah. Um, People remembered me from it. Mm-hmm. So being memorable was almost more important than being good at a certain point. I mean, obviously, you have to do a good job and you have to be yeah, dependable and absolutely, all that. Absolutely. But being memorable is what gets your foot in the door, mm-hmm. especially with networking. Um, so I, I left my uh, the firm. I called up every B&I group on the island and said, hey, I'm thinking of joining. Uh, can I come as a guest? I went to every B&I group. Stood up and said, you know, and for 
I don't know if we, we want to sure explain be, how networking yeah, groups so, work, but yeah. So yeah. Be, so basically, networking groups they all have a different uh, shtick to them. Where some of them, uh, when you first when you're a guest in a networking group, you will stand up in front of everybody and say, "Hey, my name is so and so, and this is what I do. Um, these are some of the things uh, that typically I deal with." And then if anybody knows anybody that I could help. Um, and the most common mistake that people make in networking groups is they try to sell to the people in the networking group who don't want to buy from you. It's the people that they work with that want to, that need it. Um, but each networking group is, is a little different, but they're all along the same lines. And then some weeks it'll be one person stands up for 15, 20 minutes and gives a little spiel. Um, or two people do, do like a 10 minute segment. And then other, others are just, um, open networking groups where you're part of this conglomerate of people that get together uh, maybe once a month or so, and everybody just says, "Hey, what's up? How's everything? Um, can I help you out? Do you know anybody?" And you kind of just trade references, and and that's how it works. So, I guess that's the brief explanation of it. Yeah. So, um, I had like uh to uh, I guess pardon the pun, an ace in the hole, right? With uh <laughs> with these groups because they're stuck listening to, "Hi, I'm Brad. I'm a CPA. I do taxes. I'd like to meet people who do taxes. Hi, I'm." John, I'm a financial advisor. And they hear that every week over and over again. And then a guy stands up and says, hi, my name is Mike. I'm a magician. I know what you're thinking. You've met a lot of magicians at networking groups, but what makes me different? And I'm joking. <laughs> yeah. I'm very, you know. Because you never see somebody that can I'm, do that. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So it's such a ridiculous thing to see at a networking group, mm -hmm. which was. Probably huge. Uh, yeah, it was such a home run for me. Um, and when I realized that. That's why I call every BNI group on the island, and everyone in a BNI group. For for those who don't know, BNI is uh, expensive to join ish. Uh, so uh, everyone, it's a couple in, hundred bucks, a uh, hundred bucks a year, right? A couple mm, hundred bucks. It's a little more than that. Damn, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think uh, it's upwards of sixteen, seventeen hundred bucks Jesus. a year to join one of those sometimes. So, but everyone in the BNI groups are part of a bunch of other groups that are either cheaper or better or whatever or just different people different people different so crowd. do you understand how many networking groups i got invited to because look it's something different and i can show off my magician friend that i met <laughs> so every so every group i went to i got invited to three other groups so i spent months just going to every networking group on the island and getting yeah i mean some, some yeah sometimes i got breakfast for free which was nice but you know you just hang out with people in yeah. diners and you hang out with people in catering halls wherever they are held and i was always such a cool novelty and it always and, and usually that that uh the person who gets to do their 10 minute spiel mm -hmm. um get you know i i had a built-in like can you show us a trick so i'm doing a 10 minute spiel without really being to, a part of the group yeah. usually the guests don't get to really because you're not a member yet so we yeah, don't, don't want to give you, you too much that privilege. time yeah. but hey I'm a magician oh and I'd always stand up with a deck of cards and I'd spring them do something yeah, crazy yeah, yeah. Uh, so everyone's like can we see a trick sure I'm going to steal 25 minutes of your morning now have fun <laughs> um, but no one's complaining uh, so <laughs> that was um, it was such a great it was more effective than I could have ever imagined it to be. And I was already working with a lot of uh, a more corporate client anyway. Mm -hmm. That's my, I don't do kids um, because I'm not that good. Kids are way smarter than adults and don't have the same social, um, uh, social uh, built-in. Yeah. yeah, yeah, their brains don't have the same shortcuts that we do. So mm -hmm. I can't exploit those shortcuts. You know, sleight of hand doesn't work on kids. Yeah, they figure it out immediately. 
Exactly. So that's why I don't do kids. So I work with more corporate crowd anyway. Um, so it was just a perfect fit. It was it was great. That's so funny. That's a really cool con. I never would have even guessed that. Like I don't do kids, and I actually would have figured it was more for like the funny side of it. Because every magician or a good magician, I, w- I would say, has to be moderately funny. It doesn't have to be like hysterical, but definitely has to be a little little funny. And uh, but you were hysterical, by the way. Oh well, thank you. Um, <laughs> now I like, feel a lot of pressure to be funny. <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. The, um, but there, there's definitely times where it's like you see, like I'll go to a, like my little siblings used to, or my siblings used to be in elementary school and stuff like that, and you'd go and they'd have a magician, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, that's like kind of funny, but the kids are like roaring laughing, and I'm like, wow, it's crazy to see the gap of what they think is unbelievably hysterical to what we think is funny. Absolutely, and that and that's what it is. It's it comes down to a lot pre- presentation. I work with two other guys who are probably the best magicians for kids on the island mm-hmm. because I've just you know I, I apparently I run in the magician circles now. Um, but, uh, <laughs> My but, magician posse. You want to see, <laughs> see a trick? Who do you need to be disappear? Who, who wants to disappear? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We charge extra for that. <laughs> but uh, the, the these and the, these guys, I, I I see their shows when they perform for kids because. You know, sometimes I get a call. Hey, it's my daughter's sixth birthday. Do you have? Uh, do you do kids? No, I don't do kids. Um, but I, I know a guy basically. So yeah. then I'll go and I'll watch to make sure that they're good before I start referring them out to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But um, but these guys are like I'm in awe with how expertly they're able to handle the kids shows because I've tried. Don't get me wrong. Like I don't I don't do kids by I don't not do kids shows by choice. It's I know I'm incapable. I've tried to do it. <laughs> I've already went down that dark hole. It's it's horrible. It's like bombing for adults is one thing. Bombing for a room full of screaming second graders is the worst experience you You're can done. ever have. Yeah, You're it's done. they'll and tell you ruthless. right away. Yeah, no, they'll they're, tell they're you ruthless. right away. It's not like us where it's like, oh, that was like pretty good. You just should probably work a little harder. <laughs> Something like that. Like you kind of like let them off easy. Where it's like kids yeah. just. Yeah, they, they don't understand the whole, like not maybe not lie but sugarcoat a little exactly. bit. There's no need to be so brutally honest. Bro, that's what it is though. They are brutally honest and they're so like they, they should they come on the show. They the should. Brutally. There it is. Oh wow! I, I see I'm, what I'm you miss, did. There. I'm missing my schnick. I see what you did. I gotta, I gotta go. <laughs> that'd be terrible. I'm not Michael Jackson. I don't need to find kids. <laughs> or, uh, I was gonna say Bill Cosby joke, but I realized it wasn't kids. It's, it's adults. Not, yeah, no, it's, it's going to sleeping way. <laughs> but uh, the um. The, 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 the kids are they're, 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 they don't have the same uh, social graces to not say I saw that you suck basically <laughs> um, and, but you know the only thing worse than little little kids are uh, I do a lot of bar bat mitzvahs we are on Long Island mm-hmm. and 13 year old boys you were one I was one mm-hmm. they're the fucking meanest people in the entire world oh absolutely like absolutely. Yeah, I mean we all if you were you know a 13 year old boy you know you knew everything when you were 13 you knew everything and no one can prove you wrong and if you don't get if i do a bar mitzvah and i don't get on their side right away i am in for a bad time for oh, the yeah. entire yeah, party it's not even worth it at that point i would i would imagine no it's 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 rough it's rough but it's it's you know it's fun it's still fun but uh you know it, 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 i i've i've learned over the years how to treat those bar mitzvahs are different than the corporate holiday party it's oh, I can only a, imagine. <laughs> it's i can only it, imagine it's a different crowd management skill that's great. So now, what's like the youngest age you typically go to? That's it. Barbat mitzvahs um, okay. is is the youngest I can go. Damn. Because I mean, I that's it's at least at that age. I mean, I've learned how to entertain that age. Let's, yeah. Um. It's it's a it's different, but it's still within my wheelhouse because I do more my uh, see. 
now we're getting into something else because magic. Go for it. Go for it. Yeah, we'll, just, we'll fucking go down the the. the <laughs> we'll we'll go through the woods and without a without a uh, path back here. Now, Harrison, if I'm being honest, brutally honest. Brutally honest. You got to be brutally honest because I don't want nobody to be honest. They got to be brutally honest. <laughs> uh, the, the when people hear the word magician. Which is almost why I don't like branding myself as a magician. Magician means a lot of things to a lot of people. And the the first thing it means, it, the first thing I get asked a lot is, oh, or when I say I'm a magician, oh, I wish my kids were here. Oh, you know, I should tell my sister because her daughter's eighth birthday is coming up. And that's because that's the first connotation people have. Magician and, uh, I guess, uh, clown, I guess, go, go together pretty well. And yeah. Don't get me wrong. I know a lot of extremely talented clowns. Again, I run in these circles, but but that's not who I am. Yeah. And I know uh, there's a, a a guy I work very closely with. Um, we collaborate and we we work on things together because me and him have very similar interests. Do you need a beer, by the way? Yeah. Oh, I gotcha. The sleight of hand type stuff, uh. right? So that uh, that sleight of hand, the 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 coins, the balls, the cards. That's a very specific, I guess, brand of magic. But my show is completely different to what he does. It's a different style, you know. Yeah. I, I'm. I, it's it, every magician is different, even if we're doing sleight of hand stuff, you know, yeah. to to put it as broad as possible. So you know, people have different connotations. People have different ideas about what a magician is, what a mentalist is. Um, so I try to say that my most of the clients I get, most of the parties I do are from people who have seen me. Not yeah. necessarily someone who just wants a magician. Yeah. They want Michael Rossetti because they've seen me do what I do and they know what I do. Yeah. So. No, absolutely. It's totally understandable. Now, here's a question for you, and this mm-hmm. is a magic question. Well, I do you know how to put a... Because I was on a cruise ship once and a magician was on there. Oh, shit. Very, very talented. Um, Man, let me just stop you because I get these questions all the time. Uh, of of I saw David Blaine do this, or I saw this magician at this restaurant do this. I just I want to know if you theoretically know how to please, do it. Yeah, please, please. But he takes a, he has a card and he takes a sharpie and pushes it through the card, okay, through the center, mm-hmm. and lets it sit there, and has people feel the whole thing, and like no, it's definitely like locked in that card. And then three, two, one, he pulls the thing out hmm. and lets everybody touch the two of them. Wow. Any idea? Um. I, I, you know what? I, I, I shouldn't reveal secrets, but I'm for you because I'm being brutally honest. Appreciate that. The way that works, uh-huh. magic. Oh, God damn it. God damn it. <laughs> I couldn't do, help do you myself. know how to do it? Uh, I don't. I, listen, there's I don't want you to do it. so many different knew, ways to know. do everything. Okay. So there, there are so many different ways to do everything. Do I know how to do it? Maybe. I could probably figure out a way how to do it. It's um, It probably involves some sort of teleportation mishap where, you know, that's how that's how things get stuck yeah, in things, course. right? But um, it's... <laughs> uh, there's a, you ever see Penn and Teller's Fool Us? It's yeah, a yeah, show. Yeah. Oh, it's a great show. Where they, With uh, the yeah. uh, Pip the Dragon. Who's that? you never seen Pip the Dragon? No, I don't know what that oh is. Oh, my God. All right, finish your story. Sorry. I'll tell you about Pip the Dragon. So, um, no, but on Penn and Teller Fool Us, they, they invite magicians to come on yep. and see if they can fool Penn and Teller. Um, he was a he was a guest. Who are my? Oh, okay. Is yeah, he, yeah. I, I'm not, obviously I don't watch it that much. I guess <laughs> I don't either. But it was just he came, he, <laughs> like, he was like on a YouTube binge for like a month where oh. he was just like always on YouTube. Like it was like Penn and Teller, um, America's Got Talent, whatever the hell, whatever I don't even know the TV shows, X Factor, whatever gotta, the fuck the difference is between that. any of them. But um, I gotta get on the YouTube's. He was hysterical. You should definitely get on the YouTube's. But uh, but Penn and Teller fool us. The reason I brought that up is because 
that's like a, I get the question. Do you know how this guy did this? Okay, so when Penn and Teller fool us, a magician comes on, does something, and Penn and Teller go, yep. Like, we know how to do it. Yep. And they're not going to explain it for the TV oh, audience, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, you don't want them so, to explain it. And, and, but it's it's really funny. Uh, as a... <laughs> I, I can't believe I'm about to say it. As a magician watching that show. <laughs> as a magician watching that show, it's funny because sometimes they'll add in little things. Um, like, there was a guy on who did a, a trick where he makes a bunch of wine bottles appear out of nowhere. Oh, shit. And that's... um, It's a classic trick. That's a oh. trick from, like, the 1800s. And if you know anything about magic history uh, why would you unless you were a magician i yeah, guess yeah, yeah. but if you know anything about magic history you know what that trick is you know who the designer i guess of that trick is and Penn asked a question like oh are those from the blackthorn vineyard those wines and blackthorn's a guy that uh you know did the uh the, oh. I, I can actually it's probably not his name but it doesn't matter but like he they put little innuendos in there for so him to say it. well it's for it's for Penn to say I know how you did that. Don't challenge me. I don't want to ruin your career, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, That's so, you know, so fucking smart. But I it never leads even really, to. I mean, you would have well, never yeah, known that. You wouldn't unless. know. But it also leads to another really interesting facet of the show that not many people get to appreciate is that magicians come on and do these classic tricks, these tricks that Penn and Teller should know how to do because every magician, quote, unquote, every knows how to do that trick, but they do it in a different way. Mm-hmm. So when Penn and Teller go... Or they, they do some some kind of prover to show, look, I'm not doing it the way you think I do it. And that's what stumps Penn and Teller, which is uh, fun for me because I'm like, oh, my God, I can't believe it. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, but for the, the audience, it's the, the same. thing ever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the, uh, no, I just I couldn't believe when I was on the cruise. And I, and a lot of the tricks that he did, I was like, oh, there's definitely, there's definitely something going on. What it is, I have not the slightest fucking clue. Right. But... I was I you just watch him put a sharpie. He t- lets people touch both things, <laughs> which I couldn't understand, and then puts it through and it's locked there. And I'm like, and then hands it to somebody. I'm like, how is there's I don't understand the sorcery behind this fucking thing. <laughs> like I could understand if he was like, oh look, I put it through, and then oh like gets it close to everybody, but nobody touches. It. Like these people were trying to pull the pen out and it wouldn't move. And I'm like, holy fuck, this is like some serious magic shit right now. Either that or somebody gave me some magic mushrooms in my in my dinner. Yeah, you know that actually makes uh, the magic a lot better. Just, oh, I can only imagine. If I, I could, if I could, I haven't, I haven't had magic mushrooms, but <laughs> that was the only time in my life where I was like, I was looking at a magician and I was like. This is some crazy shit. I've, I've never. I couldn't even imagine how somebody goes about this trick. See, it's it's funny. It's funny hearing you say that. Um, and and people have actually that exact trick. Uh-huh. People have asked me about. And it's 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 funny because I am a really bad judge of what a good magic trick is. Sometimes, uh-huh. in that, I don't know what people are going to respond to. So, for, like for example, if I could do that. Uh-huh hypothetically let's say I, yeah. I knew how to do that trick i'm not saying i do or don't but if i knew how to do that trick and i was like oh this is awesome i would never show that to anybody because in my opinion oh, i put a sharpie through a card like i don't know it doesn't sound oh, impressive absolutely. to me yeah but again i'm, I'm not taking anything away from that guy yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but for me in, in my i would never think to do that in my show because that's just not who you are right and, yeah, and it's yeah. and like i've <laughs> i've also spent months working on a trick a real knuckle buster trick and uh, you know and I, my presentation is very um 
uh, and uh, to, to peel back the curtain a little bit. I put a lot of thought into what I say and do during each of these tricks. It's not, it's not as impromptu as it looks, I guess. No, 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 no. Um, don't tell anyone I said that, okay? Just, <laughs> you yeah, can delete that. this part. Okay. And, 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 and <laughs> everybody who listens. Edit this out. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but the... Um, uh, the, the so I, I'm, I'm you know it's sleight of hand and I, I'm working on something for months and I'm I think it's the greatest thing in the world in my mind I'm like this is gonna kill people this is gonna blow people's minds and I, I work on it for months I, I get it just right and then I show someone and the reaction is like oh that's pretty good and then I'll show them something that I learned when I was 12 years old and they're like what did you do oh my god <laughs> And they'll freak out. I was and I'm just like, thinking that. Like, he's definitely gonna say he's, he's definitely gonna say like he works so hard on this trick, and somebody's like, "Ah, it's not that great." And then you show him a trick, like a basic, simple trick, and they're mind blown. Absolutely yeah, mind yeah. blown. It's it's like um like just before I show I, the first trick I think I did was pick a card. Here, this wasn't your card, and then I whoosh, oh look, it is your card. I change it in front of people's eyes. Yeah. In my mind, like that's something I learned how to do when I'm 12 years old. So in my mind, I'm like, wow, oh, this is basic shit, right? Yep. But people love it, so yeah. I still do it. I'm <laughs> 13 of us blown away, yeah, exactly. mind, mind broken. In, yeah. I got to get out of my own way, is what I'm saying. And I don't absolutely. know. I don't know. I'm a bad judge of good magic, apparently. So uh, yeah. Well, I think a lot of it's the the performance and uh, this guy. Um, I think Pip. I, I, his name's got to be Pip, but he brings a little chihuahua with him and he dresses in. Uh, um, a dragon costume when he oh, does that. Oh, man, that's awesome. I definitely heard of this guy. Now that you said that, Pip the Magic Dragon. Is yeah, yeah, right? yeah, Pip the Magic Dragon. Oh, my God. I've definitely and seen brings, clips of this He brings, guy. like, a lunchbox with him, and then it might be... It's, no, it's probably, like, more of a suitcase, but it's, like, a magic suitcase, and mm-hmm. he's, like... Like, he's also very stupid. He has a very stupid humor in it, which I think is... I love stupid humor. <laughs> and uh, don't ask me why. No, but I'm I, not I, the same way, dude. The... Um, but uh, I'm a magician. It's all stupid humor. Oh, fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. The um, so he just he he turns the uh the suitcase sideways, and all of a sudden, like these le- like legs just fold out of it. And it's like, there you go. And you're just like, that's so fucking dumb. It's so funny. Yeah. And you and you look at it, you're like, anybody could have lifted that suitcase wearing a fucking costume <laughs> with a little dog under his a little dog wearing another dragon costume under his arm. Oh and, man, and the dog was in a dragon costume. <laughs> Oh, I'm and, so mad at this guy dude, right now. So fucking because I want to be that guy. I would love to have that stupid. It's act. So funny, and he's like, "Oh, there's the show." He's like, "No, I'm just kidding." He goes, "But that was pretty crazy, right?" It's <laughs> just like, dude, you just you turn a suitcase sideways, and these fold out legs came yeah, out of it. That's hysterical. And uh, but he does. He he did a couple of of really good j- tricks. I couldn't remember all of them, and he was on Penn and Teller, and he actually got Penn and Teller. That's awesome. And uh, he does a trick. If I can remember, he pulls out like three cards and then turns the three cards into like sixty cards just by like flicking them off into the air. And he's like, "Oh, he's like, see your three cards, folds them all out, like shows you all back forth, and just goes one, two, three, four, five, six, three cards, one, two, three, and I'm just like." Dude. See, that's a great, you know, it's funny. I do, I didn't see this, but uh-huh. I do a very similar, um, any, any t- I love tricks like that where you, where you're kind of stumbling over yourself and there's, uh-huh. there's funny, uh, he's got and, a pile of fucking 60 uh, cards on the floor after he's done. There's a classic trick, um, by a, a, a magician named Paul Harris who is like one of my idols because he's a close up sleight of hand guy. Uh-huh. And it's called the the ten card trick, and the whole crux of it is that you keep having 
11 cards. cards. Oh, no, no, you keep oh, having 11 oh, cards. But I, think you, I think I may have seen this trick. You get rid of one, and then you have 10, and then you get rid of one, and you have 10. and or you uh, uh, Yeah, you get rid of one, but you have 11, you get rid of one. So, and that's, that trick is from who knows how long ago. Well, I, I know how long ago, but it's uninteresting. But, but so many <laughs> tricks have spawned off of that. So that's like a, a yeah. and I do a three-card trick of that where I keep counting four cards. And it's, um, it's, it's such a great concept. I love that stuff. Yeah. And like, and you know what, my, my view on magic, especially like the sleight of hand stuff, cause there's also the whole mentalism stuff, which is mind reading and all that stuff. And I do some of that, but, um, I can't take myself that seriously to really present it the way it needs to be sometimes, yeah. if that yeah, makes yeah. sense. Yeah. It's a different animal. Uh, yeah, it's completely different, but it still falls under the magic umbrella. Um, but the uh, uh, my my uh, my favorite types of magic is basically just dad jokes stacked on top of dad jokes. You know, just like <laughs> puns and groaning. Like, just I want I want people to groan constantly during my act. That's so funny. You know, I had a um, I perform at the uh, the LOL Times Square Comedy Club okay. in uh, Manhattan every well it's, it's infrequently. I'll be there this Saturday. But oh, that's cool. um, but this guy I met this guy who went on. Just before me, and he introduced himself as Ross Tada, and this guy looked like uh, he looked like a librarian. Okay, and but like a, like a creepy librarian, you know, like like he looked like he would like I wouldn't leave my kids in the same room as this guy, you know what I mean? <laughs> and he gets on the stage, introduces himself as Ross Tada, and he's wearing this pink suit uh-huh. with like uh, you know Jerry Seinfeld's pirate shirt, yeah, like yeah. he was wearing that under a pink suit, and I'm like, oh my god, what have they let this guy in here? And his act. When I when I realized it was a shtick, yeah, because he started doing his act and he was like that clumsy like magician that made fun of himself yeah, and yeah, how yeah, yeah. shitty he was at magic. Uh, I couldn't stop laughing. I was dying, and I was like, I want this guy to be ev- here every night with me because he kills the audience. It's 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 awesome, and I love it. Was such it was such groaner humor, like just like ugh, I can't believe you just said that. Yeah, you know, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I I'm cracking up in the. Behind it, you know the, the the curtain there. That's so funny. Um, this guy's great, uh, and I love that type of humor. And it, you know, so that's uh, and that's what magic is. What is magic? You know, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's silly at its core, which so, is why I like it. And now here's another question: Ooh. What is what do you consider Dave the Blade? Is he a magician? Is he a, what 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 do you? Because you're a magician, so what do yeah. you consider him? See, I love I love I was I was thinking about this as I was talking the last time because what is magic, right? Is it mentalism? Is it because like John Edwards? You know, John Edwards, the uh, the guy who does um, like uh, mediums, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Those type of people who who get into a, a college or excuse me, an auditorium full of people and say, "I'm getting an M, I'm getting an M." Uh, someone's dead grandma. I'm talking to a medium. Okay, uh-huh. psychics, palm readers. Those people are magicians, in okay. my opinion. All right, I guess that, let's let's preface this. If I'm being brutally honest, in my opinion, those people are magicians. They are magicians. Oh, I've seen him before. I've yeah. definitely seen him before. So, so they're doing the same stuff that I do in my show, but they're presenting it as fact. They're presenting it as I can talk to dead people. I am connected to the spiritual realm. This is awesome. But you know, it's all bullshit. It's all the same stuff that I do. It's all the same methods. And I, uh, I guess you have to have a kind of trained eye to see that sometimes. Yeah. Um, because it's designed, the the methods are designed to be entertaining and to make you yeah. not know how they work. But if I think it's extremely immoral to present it as I can really talk to your grandma, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's why that's why mentalism is not. So a psychic and a mentalist 
do the same thing. They predict the future. They tell fortunes. They um, you know read your mind. But the mentalist is doing it for entertainment and is kind of it's tongue in cheek. It's there's a wink and a nudge like this is a trick. Yeah. I'm not really reading your mind. The psychic is saying I was born with this ability. It's been passed down through generations in my family, and you know like. It's just such bullshit, and it bothers me a little bit. But escape artists is what you were you were asking, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? So <laughs> that falls under the magic spectrum. It is, yeah. Because um, he just he does some crazy shit. I mean, or and and the, the physical stunts, right? Yeah, the escape yeah, artist physical pulls stunts. A fucking coin through his skin. Pulls a coin through. His, he stands cuts on a pole. And, yeah, cuts his wrist and pulls a coin out. Like, that's yeah, that's crazy. magic. It's magic. It's and it's it's awesome. And David Blaine is. Awesome. You know who isn't awesome? Chris Angel fucking sucks. I hate that yes. guy. But David Blaine's awesome. <laughs> now, why do you hate Chris Angel? Because fuck that guy. He's he's horrible. See, now, he, Chris Angel is what happens when other magicians try to be David Blaine and uh, fail. Uh, so, right. And Chris Angel also was really antagonistic about his magic. I feel like Chris Angel's whole purpose was to mind freak people you know yeah. he wanted to freak people out and make them run out of the room screaming and that was the reaction he was getting and that's like i don't know it's not it's Again, not a good way to do magic it's a it's a personal preference i guess yeah um, i guess technically yeah I'm sure he's a magician but i don't think i think he's he's doing more harm than good to the art yeah if no, that absolutely. makes sense that's kind of crazy because i haven't heard of chris angel in Good, years. fuck that guy. Uh, you know, years. the only time I ever hear of him is when people tell me how horrible his Las Vegas show is. So Damn. that's a <laughs> that sucks. Yeah, the uh, yeah, but if David Blaine is is a, I guess He's a legend. Awesome. He's a legend awesome. in everybody's eyes. Um, and it was actually pretty funny because I, I guess years and years ago, um, I had shared a um a knockoff I'm sure you've probably seen it the knockoff David Blaine skit where it's like the two guys oh, on the yes. street stop putting like, shit in our bodies David Blaine <laughs> I fucking love that I was fucking dying and, and for anyone who hasn't seen it it's it's like this guy who like he kind of actually looks like David Blaine mm-hmm. which is weird weird enough and he looks like he's got like a sharpie mustache thrown <laughs> on and uh he's, he's like uh, he's like hey you guys want to see some magic and they're like uh yeah and he's like alright cool he's like check your front pocket and he's like it's like an ace of spades it's like they're like oh my god how'd you get it there and he's like magic no Dave, but, david blaine yeah what, what sells it though what really sells it is his look at the camera yeah. after every trick he just looks like for like david blaine is because in his first three magic specials so expressionless so he just it, looks at the camera like mm, david like blaine. i'm looking into your soul <laughs> that's and then they're like oh show us another one show us another one and like they end up like fainting because they're so uh, they're so ecstatic about it and, and there's like cards on the bottoms of their shoes and yes. it's like ace of spades and he just looks back at the camera like looking into your soul and nobody could see it but like you know when you kind of like tilt your head forward into the side and you really look at somebody it was kind of like that and it's it's, it's just hysterical and that was that's probably one of the funniest bullshit magic things i've ever seen it's that's one of the best that was it's, that was hysterical that whole skit i want to shake those guys hands because they 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 lampoon they parody david blaine perfectly in such a great way and um i i, I mean i wish people could see you because you just did the the, the face perfectly yeah. i wish it was yeah <laughs> you just you gotta like twist your neck like you're a fucking snake and like stare <laughs> like you can't blink you gotta stare into their eyes that's good that's really good the um but oh my god that was I, and it came up ironically enough right before uh, probably i think last night or the day before that and I knew that I was having you on, and it came up, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is so funny!" And I like watch a chunk of it, and I'm like, "I know the whole thing, so it's not as funny as it used to be." Right. But I'm like, the amount of 
practice <laughs> that had to go into this and like like the reactions were so perfect from from all all people that it was just like wow even though there's literally nothing magical about any of this it was just it's, so it's it was so well planned I, I mean, I love... For a YouTube video that... Yeah, right. Made with and, a shitty camera. And how long ago did that come? That was, like, before YouTube videos were, like, seriously produced, even. That yeah, was, that like... was probably... Years ago. Probably somewhere between 06 and 08. Yeah. If that, I had to guess. Because I, I, I remember I seeing it. Right. I think I see it. I'm trying to remember if I saw it in middle school or not. Well, the... But, uh, but I, I love... I love uh, that the concept of people putting... A, a lot of effort into something so throwaway as a YouTube video oh, like that. It's my just, favorite thing. And that, that, that concept is so fun because they had to like sit there and like write a script and then go buy a bunch of Dexter cards to get the Ace of Spades and then yep. buy a camera and then like put his make his beard perfect. Yeah, because you couldn't go out on eBay and buy 75 Aces of Spades <laughs> right. because it's just no. why you could that wasn't I, I don't a think the that time. Happens. Yeah, and and I, I, I wonder how the genesis of that started. I wonder if like one of his friends was like, you know, you could look like David. Blaine, if you really like, if you had a goatee or something, <laughs> and put a backwards hat on, I think you you could pull off David Blaine. You know, let's make a video. Why don't we make a video of you being David Blaine? I would love to know. I wish I could just be David Blaine's friend for the that day and shown him that video <laughs> and just be like, "Hey, Dave, what do you think of this?" And just because I know that I, I mean I don't know the guy, but I can only imagine how funny if somebody even made a video of, of myself like that. I would just be like, "This is the fucking great, right. greatest parody of myself ever." Comment, <laughs> yeah. like, what do you think about this? Just seeing his pure reaction the first time he ever sees it. I mean, you know, he in his first few Stream Magic specials, he he uh, his his uh, demeanor was very his act was very you know sullen, monotone. And very uh, and that 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 like started the whole street magic fad, I guess, yeah. which a few people rode on those coattails. Um, but if you watched his more recent stuff, he like he's more um, uh, charismatic, I guess. He's more open, and he he really opens up a lot. And it's it's cool to see his uh, his presentation and how it's changed over the years, yeah. especially for someone. I guess, like, maybe I'm the only one that finds it interesting. To no, see exactly. How- <laughs> I saw he was on TV a couple weeks ago, maybe, and he. He threw up on a, Fallon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He threw up a fish and a frog. <laughs> yeah, and you're just like, how the fuck? Okay. Yeah. No, but he does it as such a throw. Like he did, he did it after doing like two or three card tricks. Like he did a card trick, and they were awesome card tricks. Like yeah. they were great for TV, and uh, like serious great card tricks. And then he's like, oh yeah, by the way, and he grabs a glass and throws up like a frog. Like okay, and he's like, oh, gotta put him back now. Yeah, <laughs> and fucking drinks them like. I, at first, I was like, holy shit, that's ridiculous. And then he drinks them like it's nothing. Right. Like, I can't imagine the frog wants to go down your just, throat. Just to just to really, like, prove, like, no, this this actually came out of my mouth. Yeah, this poor frog is like, shit. Like, I have to go back. <laughs> oh, fuck you, David Blaine. <laughs> Dave, you're a fucking asshole. I didn't want to go back in there this time. Yeah, that super, poor frog. Super impressive that... I mean, right. I don't know what kind of. I don't fucking know. I have no idea. That's that's something people and people people bring up the frogs more than anything. This why you know what? I take back what I said. I fucking hate David Blaine because he makes my job so hard. Because people <laughs> see him on TV throwing up frogs in the glasses, and then they they see me doing you know some some awesome card tricks, and I'm like, can you throw up a frog? Is that <laughs> or yeah, how, I mean, how did he do it? You I'm know like, what though? When when you're that extreme, I mean, the dude caught a fucking bullet in his mouth. Yeah. So he's willing to kill himself for magic. Hey, you know what? He. Op- I mean, he. he I think and he's. I'm not proved- saying you're not, but <laughs> that's like a serious 
serious level of dedication that you're willing to... Like, they had proved that he could very well die. I don't know. Do you, you have a gun? Because we could do it right now. Let's yeah. Go. Uh, I, I'd have to go home. <laughs> See, I, I have mine at home. Um, all right. We're going to do it after the podcast. All right, then. All right. All right. And I'll tell everybody about yeah, it. Yeah, next time. Just if be like, live, if, live, if, you live, if I live, you can tell everyone home. how I caught the you bullet. Can, you just come back home. We'll, or that. We'll, just, we'll tell everybody. Because we'll, I want them to hear that you <laughs> actually lived. I don't, want, <laughs> I don't want somebody to have to go through the obituary tomorrow and be like, oh, did Mike Rossetti die? Uh, his name's not here, so he either Harrison covered the body, or <laughs> right, yeah, Harrison uh, probably hid me in his. Or he's dead. Uh, <laughs> so if if you don't hear from me again, I died in a tragic bullet catch accident yes. in Harrison's backyard. So it, look there. Uh, he he volunteered actually. I just want to make sure we put that out there that he was willing to do this. It's not like I shot him and killed him. Um, but yeah, when uh, just when you're willing to catch and like even doctors had said, don't do this. Like this is stupid. Like you are going to die. Like. If that bullet moves, granted it's a shorter distance than a bullet uh, to account for drop this, that, and the other thing, mm-hmm. but even still, mm-hmm. to catch a fucking bullet in your mouth, in your teeth, yeah, yeah. God I mean, damn. I, I'm I I, I could see you watch the special, but the bullet catch, uh, I don't know if they go into it because I actually, you know, guilty me, I I haven't seen his full the full special for for the bullet catch, but. I don't know if I, I don't know if I have it. I might just cross out on YouTube. Yeah, exactly. That's basically how I do. But uh, the bullet catch is like a, a one of those tricks that goes back way in the history of magic, and it's killed more magicians than any other trick. Oh, I can only imagine than uh, that's ever been performed. Um, but and, and uh, you know that that brings us back to you know is that magic? He caught a bullet in his mouth. Is that magic? Yeah, that's magic. It, it, it's it's pushing. Um, the uh, the lim- excuse me, I burped in the mic. No, it's it's, it's pushing the limits of what people can believe the human body can do. Oh, absolutely. And whether it's whether it's a card disappears from the deck and it reappears in your pocket or in someone's shoe, or uh, someone reading your mind, or someone catching a bullet in their mouth fired from a gun, it's 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 making people um, think about what is possible, like what's out there. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely. Just that level, I mean, willing to die, and like you said, it's killed more magicians than than probably the trick is worth. But it's the most dangerous uh, trick ever. That, I mean, even like locking himself in in a glass ball. Yeah, I mean, just all the shit that he does. Like I'm like, I'd rather it. probably see somebody do something moderately safe than possibly die. He's he's literally the modern day Houdini. He really is. He's he's that guy. He's the escape artist who creates the spectacle. He knows how to do that, and I um. I respect the crap out of that guy. It's it's That's incredible. Crazy. Yeah, it definitely probably makes your job hard as fuck though. Yeah, it does. I can only imagine. Oh, I can God. only imagine. That's the you know it's funny because I usually end my shows with uh, you know hey thanks this is my time I'm Michael Rossetti if you like the show if you didn't like it I'm David Plain so direct all <laughs> negative comments towards his Facebook. That's pretty funny. <laughs> definitely a crazy crazy art that you've gotten into. Very yeah. impressive. It's um I mean I hope so. <laughs> there's it's definitely a, very impressive. There, there are there you know there's some bad magicians out there. No I'm just kidding. But it, it, it's it's um it's 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 unique in that it's it's I mean I guess. Uh, people, I, I like that you just said art. Thank you. It's de- oh, because, it's definitely an art. It's definitely yeah, an art. Like I, I consider, yeah. as I get older, the more I realize what is actually considered art. Mm-hmm. Because when I feel like when you're young, it has this very poor stigma about it where it's like, oh, is that art? It's like, well, it's painted on a piece of paper by some dude who's been dead for like 700 years now. So it could be art. But then it's like you look at... 
like the Egyptians, and this is going deep. Like you look at the Egyptians, and it's like, oh, hieroglyphics. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, that might have been their language, but that's like some serious fucking art because not only did somebody have to carve all that shit into stone, but they had to be able to teach it. They mm-hmm. like it's a way like people become special. I'm sure they had specialists. Yeah, in it's hieroglyphics. not just one guy carving all the hieroglyphics. Like oh, that's yeah. a taught thing. Yep, yeah, yep. yeah, that's and awesome. I mean, and now it's, and as I get older, it's like, okay, what what else is considered an art? Just being able to speak to people, like this is kind of an art where it's like, yeah. you're you're sitting there talking to somebody who I, who, I, who I know most of the time, but, or I haven't seen in years or whatever it is, even in, even a fresh, fresh face off the street where it's like, mm-hmm. hey, you sound like you do something interesting, you want to come in and be able to talk like that and, and constantly perfect and learn how to use my language to get to where I want to go. Um, but like even art is like just making YouTube videos. Like yeah. that's an art. These people, whatever it may be, it's like there's so much like new categories of art that are coming out where it's like, holy shit, you can do that or, or wow, I would have never thought about it in that way. And people take it so deep. Definitely. I think, it, it, I think really it's any way that, um, that someone can express something that yeah. they have inside of them. To other people, so we have YouTube videos, uh, a stand-up comedy routine, <clears throat> a song, a magic trick, uh, with your presentation of a of an old magic trick, even um, you know, th- th- those are all it's 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 uh, it's a really interesting concept to think about what is art, I guess. But um, it, it's 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 a that, that's one of the reasons why I'm so grateful I get to do this is because when you know there's a, there's a time in my life where I had a you know the full-time job and mm-hmm. um, I wasn't able to do it as much as possible and when I finally was able to uh, do this full-time I realized um, I didn't even know that I missed it as much as I did I missed yeah. the outlet of it yeah and just being able I to took interact two months with off of this and I was like oh my god when, is, when am I doing the next podcast yeah. when am I doing the next podcast because like it and you you get to do something you love and, and this is definitely something that I love but um, it's it's so nice, and the the because I guess I'm kind of like a millennial, but I I try to be a millennial and not a millennial at the same time because mm-hmm. there's definitely perks of being both. Yeah. Um, as, well, I think what it's 1985, right? That's the cutoff. If you're born after that, you're a millennial, right? Yeah. Yep. Or yep. 85 to 2000. Is that what the uh, 15 year span? Uh, yeah, I think something like that. Yeah. But I'm like, all right, this is great because I actually get to interact with somebody else mm-hmm. on a platform where. We're not living on our cell phones. I'm not living on the computer. I'm just watching it to make sure that the sound waves are good. Mm-hmm. And it's it's such it's so rare now that you get to actually have a human interaction with somebody, where it's like, it, you know, I download this app. You just remind me. I download this app called Moment or something like that. Okay, oh, I don't want to show you this. So what Moment does is if you leave it on in the background of your phone, it tracks how long every time you pick up your phone and unlock it. It tracks how long you spend on your phone. No fucking way. And then way. gives you a breakdown of which apps you spend the most time on and all this no shit. No fucking way. So, I need um, that app right now. No, you really don't. You know why? Because look. The so, numbers are probably scary as shit. Yeah. So like yesterday, for example. Yeah, no, no, Check let me put this in the context. Times. Yesterday, I was on a train. I was in the city a lot um, and walking around and also. Excuses. Um, yeah, excuses. Exactly. <laughs> I was on the train and I was in the car and I had the GPS, but. Um, yesterday, how, how, how many hours are you awake? You sleep for what? Six, maybe if you're lucky, six, seven hours a day. I try to get at least seven hours. So seven hours. So you have 14 waking hours of the day, right? Uh 
How long does that say I was on my phone for yesterday? Nine hours. Oh, my God. Nine hours and 52 minutes. Nine hours and 52 minutes. only had 66 pickups, though. 66 pickups? Well, that's because um, Kindle and on the train or the GPS is up when I'm on, in the car now, or whatever. Does Is a pickup considered when you when you hit that? Yes. Oh, fuck. Anytime you unlock the phone is a pickup. Oh, so if I just check the time and see and like check the front of it, that's not considered a pickup. Like I have a gazillion messages, emails, notifications from God knows who. Okay, I'm not a representative for Moment, so I don't know. Oh. I assume I think it's I think it's every time you unlock the phone. I had 66 pickups over the course of 14 hours, whatever. That's it is. not that bad. But 10 of those 14 hours, I was looking at my phone. That's cr- but you're driving your own. I I do yeah. agree with that. If you're on the train, like I talked about this in a prior episode where. Um, Netflix is like the port is like a portal to the future mm. because I love Netflix because when I'm on the train I could just watch Netflix and it's like oh yeah. I'm here I'm, I'm here like oh my god and I got to and <laughs> it's I'm like a time machine it that's really it, yeah it really is it's a portal to the future that's what I think of Netflix as now I don't think of it as like oh my god what am I gonna watch on Netflix I'm like all right am I gonna time travel right now <laughs> okay good let's watch something on Netflix. <laughs> And then I'm done. I love that. I love oh yeah, that. yeah. I don't think of it as a TV viewing anything. And I, and I just recently adopted this because I fucking hate cardio. Clearly, because I'm fat. But <laughs> I hate cardio more than anything. It's funny that you you say that because Netflix for me, when I think of Netflix, all I can think about is the treadmill because that's about every. I mean, uh, I haven't been on the treadmill in a few years now, but <laughs> you know, it's gotten to the point where using Hurricane Sandy as the excuse that my gym is closed and I stopped going is <laughs> embarrassing. So. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, but Netflix was the only reason I was able to ever do cardio, ever. Oh, it definitely is. You want to go, uh, you want to go? Yes, please. Absolutely. That's funny. You know, my um, my wife is addicted to Netflix. I don't in know. in uh, in the same way, she I actually I bought her an iPad Air like two years ago now for her birthday, and I got inscribed on the back. Uh, Trisha's Netflix machine because that's all she uses it for, <laughs> <laughs> and I knew that going in. That's so funny. The uh, yeah, when, when I when I look at my Netflix, I, I look at it like I hate cardio, but <laughs> I will do cardio. Hey, time machine. If yeah, I will do cardio if I watch Netflix because yeah. I'm like, oh, it's done already. Like mm-hmm. I get to, especially when it's a good TV show. Like I just watched uh, the Blacklist. Ooh, and I haven't seen that. Great fucking TV show. I've heard man. good things. Great fucking TV show, and yeah. I and I and I also learned a trick too. If you don't want to get sucked into the into time travel for forever, you have to stop ten minutes before the end of the show. Oh yeah, I guess because you have to stop on that down, that down slope. <laughs> because if you don't, you're fucked. And then yeah. you're like, oh, let me just watch one more episode. And then it's like seven in the morning, and you're already an hour late for work because you forgot that time exists. Yeah, no, Netflix has gotten to the point where it's not like, what show do I want to watch today? It's what series do I want to finish over the next course <laughs> of the day? Fucking true, man. Hmm. <laughs> But uh, like I love, I love, like I'm like wow, like the girlfriend lives an hour away, so I'm like wow, I wish, I wish I didn't have to take the train. I mean, I could take the train, but I really don't want to. But I wish Maybe I could watch could. Netflix while I drive because then it would be time travel to across the island. You, you can watch Netflix while you drive; it's just not recommended. Oh uh, yeah, it's everything's probably. legal until you get caught. Exactly, it's probably it was all or until you die. You yes. Know. yes. Um, <laughs> That's why I'm so psyched for self-driving cars. I cannot wait for that to happen. I can't wait to just get into a car and go boop, 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 and type in into my GPS whatever I want and just sit back and fuck around on Reddit for 20 minutes until I get wherever I need to go. uh, But, like, I always – I make sure I download, like, a full movie or something like that when Mm. I'm I'm going to the city because I'm like, all right, good. Boom. Time travel there. Time travel home. 
It's like nothing fucking happened. <laughs> it's true. And it's like, oh, the gym. It's like, all right, how long do I want to do cardio for? All right, what TV show matches the amount of time I want to do cardio for? <laughs> or do I want to go a little harder on the cardio and I'll watch like a 40-minute TV show? Ooh. Or, or you go for a movie and you're like, oh, shit, I'm going to kill myself no, today. fuck that. Because no. then, then I get up and I'm like, I hate my life. Why did I do this? This is stupid. No, fuck that. TV shows only where it's like, shit, it's that last X-Men movie made me really sweaty. I don't fucking know. I hated it. I, yeah. I was all out of breath at the end. <laughs> the uh, It's... But like I had one, there was one night when I, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to watch Netflix tonight. I'm just going to watch Stranger Things, and this is the oh. only thing I'm going to do. Great TV show. Oh, Don't want to yeah. give any spoilers. No, but, but watch like, it if you haven't. That's, oh yeah, <laughs> that's the biggest spoiler. Right? And um, I'm like, all right, I know, I know that I'm setting this time off aside. So I'm like, all right, I'm not, I'm not missing anything. Right. Because I refuse to watch Netflix otherwise because you just get sucked in that portal of hell and you can't get your way out. You can't get out. So I was like, all right, I'm going to set aside about four or five hours of Netflix because I never watch Netflix, so I don't feel guilty setting that much time aside. <laughs> like, I, I'll, I'll watch five hours at a clip if I'm on a long train ride or if I don't want, if I just don't want to do anything. And I'm just like, all right, I just need to relax. I've been going 100 miles an hour for the yeah. week. Yeah, you shut the brain off a little bit. So I'm like, all right, good. And then it's like... All right, one o'clock in the morning comes, and then it's like, fuck, all right, maybe one more episode. <laughs> and then I figured out that 10 minute rule, like 10 minutes before the end. Smart. And then I was like, ooh, watch one more episode, but stop to 30 minutes, not 40 minutes, because 40 minutes is the whole episode. And I was like, this is not a bad place to stop. You can because, walk away. Yeah, because the action hasn't happened. There's no cliffhanger. Like, they don't fucking put that, <laughs> put that hook in your cheek and just pull you back to the couch, like, or tie you down while you're there. It's, yeah. like, it's like, all right, cool, 10 minutes out. I'm good, and it's still enough time to pick up where you left off on the the next time you watch. You, you know what? You know when I realize that I have the problem is when Netflix asks me while I'm still watching if I'm still there. Like, hey, <laughs> do you want to continue? Because you've been there for a while. It's been like five hours. Are you sure you're still awake? Uh, it's really? Been six days. Yeah, uh, it's been six days. Are you okay? Are you still alive? Are you, you even alive? gotten a meal? Did you eat? Yeah. Did you eat something? <laughs> you Please remember to eat. You haven't put it on pause <laughs> in five days. In five days, we just want to make sure you're still there. We don't want the episodes yeah, to play. Just push out. this button so we know you're alive, please. <laughs> that's that's gotta be why that's there, right? Because they don't want anyone to die watching oh Netflix. That's bad press. I'm so glad I haven't hit that point. Of, <laughs> of, are oh, you no, still I've there. there? I've been there. I don't have a day job, so that's uh. My, uh you realize my week is like um, I go to a networking group in the morning, and then I um post on Facebook. Maybe uh, important. important. Maybe I'll have a, a lunch meeting with someone I met at networking group. Then I go practice magic for a few hours. Maybe I'll, I mean, I say I'm doing that, but maybe I'll just watch Netflix. <laughs> and then if I have a party um, during the week, that's like free money for me. Because like weekends are when I work. Yeah, yeah. So like a weekday party is like, oh, jackpot. Like that's, yeah. like I'm making money during the week. This is great. So <laughs> have yeah. you seen the TV show The Magicians on Netflix? No. Oh, it has nothing to do with real magic. Like real magic. <laughs> no, it has everything magic. to do with real magic. Not what I fucking do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But it's it's a little creepy. Like, just to give you a heads up, first I think I'm two episodes in. And I was like, eh, I don't know if I really want to watch this. Wait it's a, a little weird. Does that begin with like two people on a bench? It's like an old lady and a guy, and he like walks through the wall and some shit. And I believe so. Yes. Okay. Because yeah, I started yeah. watching. Someone else recommended it's the Magicians. I guess yeah. it's called. But it's it's completely like there's a moment where he freaks out and he just like pushes his hands to the ground and the cards just floating or like literally floating in circles around the room and you're like all right this is nothing like i can do that reality okay oh, yeah of course watch <laughs> let me i'll set up the webcam real quick. We'll, we'll oh wait this. no no i can't do it on webcam 
I can only do it when no one's I looking. Have, I have special effects. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Never mind. Let's do it. Edit. The, uh, but yeah, it's it's definitely it, the concept behind it. It's kind of like they only have, like have like superpowers, but the superpowers are like card tricks where they could throw a card like razor fast. Okay. Well, now I need to watch this show. That's yeah. Amazing. So it's definitely so everyone's gambit. Kind of, yeah. I mean, <laughs> other people have different uh, different abilities. Some one girl could like make a little plastic doll come to like a little plastic. Uh, it was like I think it was a giraffe or an elephant yeah. come to life. Oh, everyone learns that one. That's like the first trick you learn. Oh, is it really? Learn. Yeah. Oh my god, I need to go to magic because that's pretty cool, and yeah. I don't know a lot of people that know that trick. No, you know, you, have you ever watched the show? It's it's on Netflix. I think it's um oh shit. It's called like um the tale of Jonathan Strange and Mister Mister Norrell and Jonathan Strange or I've something heard of like it. that. I haven't seen it. Because that shit was good. I mean, maybe it was just me that liked it because I've, I've recommended it to a bunch of people and I've got mixed reviews. Okay. But that was a show about these magicians, quote unquote, uh. in London in like, you know, I guess the 1800s. And these magicians were magicians like how we think of magicians, people doing card tricks and, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, uh, uh, doing stuff like that. And then all of a sudden someone figures out how to do real magic again. Is like the that's that's how the show starts. Oh wow! It's like someone knows how to do real magic, and everyone's like, "No, I can't do. Come on, like you can't do real magic. That's ridiculous." Yeah. And then he does, and then everyone's like, "Oh shit!" And then the magicians, <laughs> like, oh, shit. and then they use him in the war and shit, like this guy, and and then and that's who the magicians are. They like real magic, meaning like fake things. No, no, no like like he can kill people with like his mind and bring statues back to life and oh, like, so, yeah, like, so but like he can do like real magic all of a sudden. Okay, so like that, and that's TV the whole magic. Right, well, yeah, I'm okay, yeah, yeah, right. It's, uh, but that's the con- the concept of the show. I was, I didn't know that's what I was getting into uh-huh. at all, and I was enraptured by this. I was just like, "Holy shit, this is so cool!" So maybe if someone else wants to watch it, Damn, talk to I'll me about look it. it the, uh, <laughs> I actually have because now you can download things on Netflix. I don't know if you know that. I did not know that, Ooh, but you changed my life. Thank game you. fucking changer. So if you're not like you don't want to stream because streaming costs a shitload of data, yeah, or you have Sprint like me and just fucking suck everywhere <laughs> that's not near my house. <laughs> yeah. The you could download things so like right now I'm in the middle of a I just watched one episode of um, the Blacklist I finished it last night and I've been like chipping away at Jim Jeffries Bear mm. oh that's great oh my god he's so fucking funny he's the best I he's love Jim so Jeffries. fucking funny <laughs> oh my god I think I think it's just the uh, the Australian accent makes things funnier to be honest at some point I don't know I mean so, I mean that and and I'm sure somebody's gonna be like oh you're an asshole but he loves the word cunt. Well, I mean, how, uh, that, but, personal favorite so, of mine. But in Australia, it means something completely different. Oh yeah, you know, yeah, they yeah. they use it like it's a friendly thing. You it's know? like everywhere else in the world, but America. It's true. Yeah, you're right. It's it's a very it's a very non-offensive word everywhere. Every other English-speaking country, yeah. <laughs> except the, for here. Uh, yeah, but uh, people get offended. Yeah, it's like atomic here. bomb over here. Right? You can't say it. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was when I had Billy and Bailey on. We said it. Me and Billy said it a bunch of times, and Bailey was like, "Could you guys just stop saying it already?" Yeah. I should have gasped like. Like, like when you say, <laughs> I'm offended. I'm offended. How dare you, sir? Yeah. Oh, you said that. I'm offended. Yeah. If I'm, I'm offend- being brutally honest. Yeah. Be- I'm being brutally honest. I'm offended. <laughs> the, I had somebody post a uh, a photo the other day, and I don't want to give any inclinations on who it may be because I know that a lot of the people who listen are also friends with this person. But they had posted a very, um, uh, it was like a very, it was Trump and guns and the NRA and this, that, and the other thing. And it was just so, like, reading the caption was like, what a way to ruin my day. And I'm like, 
you didn't have to be offended by it. <laughs> Nobody or, said press the fucking offended or, button. Or like, read it. Yeah. <laughs> or spend the time commenting on it. That's what I don't get. Like, does everyone know that... Fa- by the way, I'm going to do a PSA right now. Facebook allows you to unfollow people. You can hide people without unfriending them. If, if First of all, I don't know why people are so weird about unfriending people on Facebook. I chop people off my list all the time. Like, if I haven't seen you in two months, sorry. Like, yeah. I just don't care about you anymore. That's, you should so, have a like page, though. I, well, I, I mean, you know, oh, yeah, come like me on Michael Rossetti, comma, magician and, oh, uh, on Facebook. But um, I think it's uh, Magic Michael Rossetti on fa- Facebook slash. Come, yeah, please give me likes. I only have like 200 because I shit at promoting it. But Jesus um, well, I'll, hopefully I'll drive some people there. Hey, yeah, I'll, I'll post the, uh, the SoundCloud. I'll, yeah. this. I'll, po- I'll, po- I'll post the link and say, hey, go check them out. Perfect. Gotcha. Uh, but uh, what, what were we talking about? Oh, Being right. Offended. Facebook has a, a, an unfollow button. So if you if you feel weird about unfriending people for some fucking reason, because people, I don't know how people realize that you've been unfriended. I don't think I would notice. But if you feel weird about that, you can just hide them from your feed. The one thing I did realize, though, that Facebook is like a sneaky son of a bitch with mm. is I, I was just like, I don't really care for this person. I haven't talked to them in forever. Like, I... I didn't even care for you when we were friends, right. but I was just like, oh, we're acquaintances. I should, like, you found me on Facebook. Let me add you. And then I was like, I, yeah, they posted something stupid, and I was just like, my IQ is going down. Let me just <laughs> let me just unfriend you. And then the weirdest thing was, and I don't even know if they realized, but I realized they had come up like a couple weeks later in the like, people you may know. It's mm. like, bitch, I unfriended them for a reason. Yeah. If hey, I Facebook. wanted to reconnect, I'd go look for them. All right. <laughs> There's no need to recommend the person who I unfollowed. And I'm like, all right, I don't really care. But I'm like, maybe if they see that and they're like, oh, I totally know Harrison. Why the fuck did he unfriend me? And I'm like, I don't I don't give a shit either way. I'll just tell you I don't care and I just unfriended you. Right. But I'm just like, wow, like now if I see this person and they remember or they just happen to be on Facebook before I see them. Mm. And it's happened with a couple people. Well, how awkward would it be if, if, if someone gets a, if you get a friend request from someone who you thought was your friend on Facebook, oh. you'd be like, shit, wait a minute. When did we unfriend each other? Does that Was that me? Or was, oh, that, yeah. was that oh, him? That's good. That's, that's good. I was thinking of that. Yeah. So, so you just request them. See what happens. I would do that. Oh, Fuck it. <laughs> that's good. See where it comes from. Like, see where it goes. You know, I, I, I friend him and then uh, see if he even notices yeah. that you weren't friends. I, and I, I think, and the, the other funny, and I just, I love it because it's like people love to get offended. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's a, that's honestly. And it, like over the dumbest things. <sighs> the dumb, like the last person I offended and I was just like, he called a bunch of people idiots and I was like, hey man. Not trying to be an asshole, but if you're gonna call a bunch of people idiots, you should probably pref- like get your grammar like close to right and like not write <laughs> Y like the letter Y like Y U like the letter U. Hey, he's, I'm he's like, a busy man, man. You gotta save time. You too many letters. I'm like, dude, like if you're gonna like insult people, like and your other words were like misspelled. Like I, I get it. Some people like are you're typing on a fucking thing that's five inches big and and two and a half no, inches don't, wide. Don't don't even give them that, Harrison. You know. Everyone has a full keyboard on their phone now. Oh, We're yeah. not in the days where you have to triple press to hit S anymore. That is true. You can... Ooh. Oh, oh somebody turned the lights off. Nice. Oh, hold on one second. Where Intimate setting now. Actually, I'll just keep going. This is okay. good. All right. No, I like oh, the lights man, up. Oh, in the back. back okay. Thanks. Thanks, whoever's out there. I'll be frank. <laughs> um, no, everyone has a keyboard on their phone now. You should be spelling everywhere. And, and, and you have autocorrect on your phone. Everyone oh my has God, it. Yeah. Literally, everyone has it. There's no reason to say why. My, I don't think my phone would let me just write why. It would autocorrect into something. I've autocorrected a lot of, like, or um, autocorrected a lot of words. So it's like I can almost do, like, like instead of writing firehouse or fire department, I just write FD and it mm. automatically changes it to firehouse. That's good. Because I, I can't stand 
especially like older people, mm-hmm. because they're like, oh, see you later. And then it's like the C and the U are both single letters, and then they spell it later. I'm like, it would have taken you a fraction of a second to not piss me off. And I'm not even trying to get offended. I'm just like... <laughs> Every single message I've ever sent you, it's not like we're 10 years old. Just yeah. send it in plain English. It's always the shortest words that get abbreviated, too. It's not like like later you can abbreviate, you know, yeah. L8R, I guess. I don't know. But L- L8TR, I think, is later. Yeah, but no, you don't need a T. Oh, it's L- got the T, right? L- yeah. So but, uh, but, but C and U are the short words in that sentence, and yeah. those are the ones you're abbreviating? Come on, man. Drives me nuts, and uh, it's funny because we're talking about getting offended. But it was just like I'm like, you can't hate. Yeah, I know, right? I'm sure. I am offended by I your wasn't grammar, offended, but I'm just like, what are you doing? That's so important that you just couldn't even finish the words. You know, I I don't, I don't begrudge people for getting offended because, but you know, it's one thing to get offended, be offended, fine, but don't bother people about it. Like yes. it's that's on you. Yep. You're the one, that's what people don't get. I think. They're the ones that are offended, so that's something you need to work on, I guess. You know, like, you're the one that's offended. It's not the person who's offending you, because if, you know, if it was the person you were offended, if everyone's offended by this person, then society figures that shit out. That's why we have, you know, a yeah, jail, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, but if you're offended by something, that's a personal problem, right? That's yep. that's on you. I always, apo- <laughs> I always apologize when somebody's like, somebody's like, wow, that was pretty, offend- uh, like, uh, pretty offended by that. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. And they're like, sorry for what? I'm like, sorry that you're a bitch for being offended. I'm like, sorry I offended you. I'm sorry that you're just so weak that you are offended over something so stupid. Like, yeah. I can understand if you go into the three the three unspoken categories, sex, politics, and, and religion. But it's just like... Rock and roll. And, sorry. And rock and roll. Some people get offended over rock and roll. How can you not? But uh, I just, I think it's so funny when people, and what people pick to get offended by. It's mm. like, it's like, you did what? It's like, uh, yeah, I used my free time in this manner. Why? Why would you even do that? What? Why would you do that? It's like, um, because you're not me, and I could do whatever the fuck I want. Thank you. You know what offends me though? What? People apologizing for offending people. Yes, <laughs> yes. I, I just, I apologize in like a very sarcastic manner. I'm like, I'm sorry that you're. Aff- I'm sorry, or no, is it? I'm offended at you being offended. Ooh, I'll go something along those lines. That's, like, that's oh, almost as bad as the "Oh, I'm sorry if you were offended." I'm sorry if I heard anyone that says "I'm sorry if you" like that's like the worst way to start an apology. <laughs> I love I I uh, I'm guilty of that all the time with my uh, unfortunately. This doesn't offend anybody else. Just you. Yeah. and I want to I want you to know if. that it's just you. <laughs> You're the weak moral person that 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 took offense to it. It's funny, man. It's it's uh, hey, that's the world we live in. Facebook. Everyone has an opinion, and everyone's opinion is valid in their own head. So, oh, absolutely, I agree with you 100. percent I just, it's so funny what people like, and then it's like I could, I could, and then you can go to like anybody, or even other people, like not even like close friends of mine who I just am acquaintances with, and I could totally rip on them the whole time, <laughs> and they're like, "Oh, you're such an asshole!" Like that's pretty funny though. Like I'm like, why does this one person get so offended over something so stupid? But this other person doesn't get offended over something also probably dumber. Yeah. You know, it's funny because it's funny you say that. My my, my closest friends, I think, um, me, uh, we have the, I mean, I, I've, I'm pers- uh, purposefully as mean as possible to these people. And they're as mean as possible to me. They say things to me that, um, <laughs> I mean, if, if you didn't realize that we were friends, they'd be like, holy shit, that's a low blow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's, I mean, Those I don't the know. Friends, that's the way it works. I, I feel like because you can make fun of people, I'm, 
the more I make fun of people is the the closer I am to them. I agree. I, and that's because you're comfortable enough with them where you can make jokes and you can you can pick on um, things that someone might be insecure about. Uh, but it's fine because you know it's not. I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's I not guess hurting it's, their feelings. Not, it's not hurting their feelings. That's the relationship. Yeah, I mean, I I feel like all and guys like, have that though. Yeah, but and then like your good friends too will be like, yeah, that was that was pretty deep, man. Like, <laughs> like just I've had you know I've had uh, situations where we're, I have like a giant group text with like eight of my friends, oh, and like uh, you know someone will say something to someone else. Uh, like some like crazy dig and then you'll see like a separate group text start for between like three people and be like yo that was fucking harsh of uh of, yes. of dan holy shit I've like that was really rough i can't believe you went there <laughs> see I, I definitely i've i've been a part of those group messages and group messages now drive me fucking insane i don't know just do not disturb i have like six group messages of uh of people on just do not disturb and i go to my phone it's like oh you have 172 messages i'm like all right i'll, I'll read the last four yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I, at that point i don't even I, I tell like the people that have invited me in multiple group messages i'm like look if you need me you all have my number i'm in the fucking message right right let me be and if you need me text me like, no, well, see, see, I that's why I mean, I put them on do not disturb. My phone doesn't like, I'll tell you right here, though. I have 1,700 million yeah, messages. Right? Oh, no, okay, it's uh, it's 12, but I have <laughs> I have 12 right now, uh, messages. I'm I, my phone didn't buzz once, so I guarantee that's from one of my group texts that didn't that's on do not disturb. And you know, it, I, I think personally, group messages on uh, the iPhone, um, because they're iMessages, so you can you can leave if you want, yeah, you can yeah, uh, yeah. Put them on like silent. That's I, I, that revolutionized text messaging for me. I agree because it's like, look, all my friends are in one spot. I can we send each other the stupidest fucking pictures all the time oh, yeah. of just stupid shit. And like, there's some. It's funny because like you can name them too. <laughs> so like, there are some group texts there for dumb pictures. There are some group texts that are just for conversation about a specific topic. I don't know some yeah. fucking yeah. whatever. Um, and then there are some group texts about. Yeah, nothing. Literally nothing. Just, yeah. The, those are the ones where you use a lot of stickers and you just wreck everyone's conversation. Do you use stickers on the iMessages? Because if you what don't. What are stickers? Do you have an iPhone? Yeah, of course okay. I do. So, um, I'm going to go into this right now. I want to I want to know. They what... recently came out with a commercial about stickers. Which, I'm actually um, going to send you a sticker because I'm going to learn this while yeah. we're doing this. So how do I even, how do I, when does, go, when does one go about sending a sticker? Oh, okay. I got I to look at my iPhone for this. So there are. It's not in, it's not in the little A thing, right? No, no yes. That's exactly oh, what it is. Yeah, so you click on the A thing. the penises I've sent people. You click on the A thing and you can download like different sticker apps. It's oh, the whole is it this thing? World. Oh, man. Yeah, dude. Oh. Oh, I've used world. that. No, oh, there's, like, these the are called Giphy. stickers? So wait, hold on. Yeah, you can download the sticker. Like there are sticker apps you can download. And you can Jesus. you can drag them onto the message and, and put them over people's yeah now you're see I've just indoctrinated you now Jesus. you can put them over people's like speech bubbles and what? oh man when when we discovered this in one group text uh, for the next week I could put these over people's things oh yeah dude so Even, these are like gifts though how does one go about that well maybe not the gifts I guess no oh. you should still be able to do it oh, you might have to show me am I that far am I that far out of the yeah apparently you know, Holy shit! I'm a fucking loser. Somebody's gonna be like, "Is no? Isn't that a game?" Yeah, those are games. You're in a, This is some weird app. Oh, here, image. Okay. No, that's. You gotta be able to drag that dude doing the Carlton. You should be able to. See, those are apps. So you don't have the right. So here, oh. You have to go here. <gasps> and look. I didn't know this. Oh, I'm changing your life right now. 
this is a game. Ch- All right. So what he did was he go. He went to the. I- he go. He click, went into yeah, the go, iPhone. I go there. So you have to click on the oh. the store, I guess, on the stickers. You, you, you click little bubbles, and oh look. And now God. you can download like packs of all these stickers, and you can just oh. drag them onto people's conversations. You can make a bigger. You can cover people's entire text bubbles. Um, well, like I have a group text with my friends that's like 15 people, and uh, well, I don't know how many people it is, and we just for a week covered everything like you couldn't read it if you you can if you have to like click on the bubble but you you couldn't read anything it was just stupid freaking pictures of dogs and no no they're they're the free don't pay for any of them they're 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 free ones that are delicious so (laughs) the free ones that i've eaten them all they're delicious i just i just downloaded a cat one yeah, I have a lot of. They're 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 the the free ones are good enough. It's it's just for the the impact of. I didn't even know that stickers look, were a thing. Right, check this out. So you just what? And you just pl- oh 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 my god! And Boom. it just sits there. Yep. So nobody can even read the message anymore. I mean, you have to like click on it and you can read it. I think there's a way to read it. Yeah. Oh. So you have to. Oh yeah. my god! Maybe I'm learning so much. Maybe I saw some advertisement. Touch. Yeah, no, there's an advertisement where like everyone has stickers all over them, and like it's a live action commercial, and everyone has stickers on them. And it's funny because me and my friends, I was like, "Look, that's what our group text looked like for a week after we discovered the stickers." Oh, oh my god! My little cats are coming up. That's amazing. There you go. I just thought I had to draw dick pics and send them to people. Game changer. Yeah. Well, no. see, that's level one. That's the oh first thing god. that people do. And amazing. now you know. Yeah, I just I always just drew penises and people, <laughs> and I'm so glad that I now know how to send cat faces to people because boom, uh, I'm not a I'm not believe it or not I really don't care for cats but they do make um, great memes. Oh yeah, if you're on the internet, you have to love cats because yes. that's just it's like fifty six percent cats. The internet, the really? entire. I would have guessed higher. I would have guessed like seventy five percent cats. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. There's a lot of other things out there. Oh I, I was being conservative. My, my life is now changed. I didn't. I knew nothing about these. That's why I'm here. That's stickers. that was my whole point of coming here today was to introduce you to the iMessage sticker. That's incredible. That's incredible. <laughs> if that's the one thing I leave with, I'm happy. Because... Yeah. Uh, now my life has changed. I had no <laughs> idea that you could just place these things mm-hmm. on top of messages. Boom! It's the best. It's uh, it's really fun when people post stuff that you just um, want to make fun of them for. So you put a stupid cat face on. <laughs> Genius! My life has been changed. All right, man. We're uh, we're pretty much we're almost there, man. We got mm-hmm. we're, at, uh, we're at one hour. How long have we been going for? One hour and sixteen minutes. Holy we shit! We just cruised through that shit. That was a. Uh, and I normally wouldn't even bring it up, but I got pissed like a racehorse. So we yeah, I'll give you the option: we can stop and continue, or I, we can kind of seal it off right here, and then we'll. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm okay to continue. I do have to pee though, because you right. just said that. We're gonna, all right, we're gonna take a quick break. <laughs> uh, it's not gonna sound like that to anybody though. It's fine. All right, we're back. Nice. Uh, love time warp. <laughs> it's net, like Netflix. So we just had a little rant. Um, <laughs> yeah, we, after draining. We, it's, um, it's, it's terrible how we, we we got right back into it before even turning the mics back <laughs> off. That was that was <laughs> in a in a, pre- in a previous show. There's been times and I talked about it. It's like, all right, um, all right. So that was a really good show. Uh, all right, so we'll wrap this thing up. See you guys later. And then it's like we don't actually leave the studio until like an hour or so later. And we're like, wow, why didn't we just fucking hit record? Yeah. Be- like not even like, oh, maybe we'll do a follow up episode like like uncut and just have it be completely unprofessional. We take the headset off and just fucking rant. Yeah. And I was like, ah, maybe I'll do that. But that's that's crossed my mind. But we were just we were talking about podcasts yes. in general yep. um, because. 
I, I, we we found out um, that we were both uh, podcast I guess, junkies. Yeah, but I, and it's, here by the way. I probably I'm gonna have to drive home eventually. So it's up to you. <laughs> nah, okay. I'm good. I'm, I'm gonna That's why I drink Bud Light, man. nurse. Yeah, I should have. I know you these stupid Light, IPAs are killing me. Give me, yeah, give me a Bud Light. Right. I need some water. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's water. So, um, uh, yeah, the podcast though changed my entire car driving experience, and then have translated into not like out of the car over the last few years. And I was just about to say to you that I am. I was convinced three years ago that podcasts were the end of radio. Like, why would anyone listen to the radio ever again? And I'm surprised it hasn't gotten to that point three years later. But then again, everyone I talk to either listens to or or, or has their own podcast that they listen to. They're not as crazy as, I guess, we are because I have... A no, subscription list that's yeah. <laughs> 15, 20 different podcasts. I, I can't even. There's enough hours in the day. Exactly right. Exa- if I if I spent every waking hour listening to all the podcasts I'm subscribed to, I pr- I wouldn't be able to do it. But you know, I I get to. Uh, it's it's nice to have a laundry list of things to choose from. Um, but more and more people are at least listening to something, which yes. is, I mean, I, I just it's 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 the greatest thing in the world. It's funny because I have a, I have a very good friend of mine, very good friend of mine. She'll probably be on the show. Um, this girl Nicole, and she she actually sells um, marketing for radio stations, and she's like, "Oh, like what what stations do you listen to?" And I started like giggling, and she's like, "What?" And I go, "I couldn't even tell you last time I listened to the radio. Like, I put it on, I <laughs> Wait, think today." Nicole Contrera. Yeah, I know her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so she, I'm hoping she'll be on soon. Networking. And, yes. <laughs> and um, so she's like, "Oh, what, what what do you listen to? Like, what stations?" And I'm like. Ah, Un? Is that an option? <laughs> yeah. And well, she's like, really? I'm like, yeah, radio sucks. Mm. And she's like, well, what do you mean? I'm like, it's all commercials, which don't get me wrong. You guys got to make your money anyway. They mm. have to abide by every law under the sun. Like podcasting, I could say fuck a billion times. Right. And nobody's going to be like, hey, Harrison, um, you can't air your podcast anymore because I said fuck or whatever any other curse word you know what it's it's the same it's the same thing as um it's it's what's happening to stand-up comedy right now too with what, what louis ck did to stand-up comedy by releasing his uh his, his his special on his website for five bucks or whatever he did it for yeah. um and just was like you know screw it i'm taking control of this yep and then other comics are following it's it's such a great thing to put the power back into the the free market, the people, whatever it is, um, and that's what podcasting is. It's it's yeah. it's such a organic great thing where you can find there. And and the best part about it, and this is actually one of the things I have noticed over the last few years uh, since I got into podcasts, was that there are so many more. There's there's literally a podcast for everything. Everything, everything you want to learn about, very even very specific things. Like I've, 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 uh, I've had, like I wonder if there's a podcast for, and I'll type in like, I don't know, um, I I can't, but like the most specific things you can think of, someone's doing a podcast on it. Yep, it's 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 an amazing community, I guess that I would consider myself a part of, and as I've. I've posted more and more and stuff like that. People have reached out to me. Hey, you know, uh, I see you're doing a podcast, this, that, and the other thing, awesome. which I think is great. And I'm like, all right, awesome. And the other nice part about it is too is I don't have, I have no regulation. And people are like, oh, dude, like, isn't it going to be great when you have ads? And I'm like, oh, I'll probably do ads eventually, like just to get better equipment, pay for the beer, yeah. um, like simple things. 
And well, that's how it starts, right? Absolutely. You pay for the beer, and uh, that's the first step, obviously. Yep. Most and then important. you pay for the equipment. Yep. And then, uh, then you start making money. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> but they're like, I'm like, but I'm not gonna do the ads like NPR and them and the the bigger people do, where it's like in the middle of the show. I'm like, I don't want. That makes me so fucking angry. I've probably almost thrown my phone out the window driving, and I'm like, I need this because I work on it, and I can't fall off the face of the earth for three days because it's just I will have a very long list of hate messages from people. Why the fuck aren't you getting back to me? Are we doing this? Come on, like just things rely on my calendars in there, and um, but I'm like, there's so many times where I'm driving, I hear an ad, and I'm like, why the fuck would you ruin the best part of the show yeah, yeah it's like yeah. a commercial when you're watching a tv show like that's part of the reason why i love netflix is i don't have to worry about being interrupted every fucking five minutes it's true i get very heated about this but i mean i i, I can see why you know what doesn't interrupt me bud light speaking of bud light no i'm just <laughs> but like i can't that's, that's really how it is though I oh, mean, yeah. there's some podcasts where you listen to it, it's just like holy shit. sometimes they work it in okay but like and i don't mind the ads in the beginning and the are. end that's fine you want to yeah. skip, you want to skip, or if you want to be contribute and whatever. And sometimes there's actually pretty good ads in there. But it, it's funny too because they don't have, they're not being paid. F- I mean, they're being paid for by the companies. But it's the person who gets to modify it or be like, oh, uh, Yeti coolers, they're just fucking delicious, and <laughs> I like to drink all my beer out of them because I'm an alcoholic. Yeah, whatever it is. it is, like it's not like they can't like when you watch it on TV or whatever it is. It's like the can drops from like the ceiling and it's like smashes on the ground. It's like built for the wild. And it's like. <laughs> That's not going to make me want to buy it. It's going to make me want to buy it when you say, I fucking love drinking all my goddamn beer out of this thing, and it's the only thing I use. Honestly, I think it's there's um, if you do listen to a lot of podcasts, you can tell when the person speaking is a personal customer of the product yeah. or just um, – and, and, and listen, I don't begrudge people for doing what they do, get paid, but – um, you can definitely tell when the person uses the product and actually believes in the product yeah. and um, is just reading off of a script uh, that says, here's what we have to say for 15 seconds because that's would, what we bought. I wouldn't even, and the craziest part is I wouldn't even consider, I don't care how much money you're willing to pay me, the people that listen to my show are far too value to, value, valuable to me, regardless of, even though it's a completely free service, that I wouldn't, if I, if you don't give me the product to try, hmm. And I don't fully believe in it. I will not support it at all. You're one of the good ones. Yeah, I'm not going to sit there and preach um, whatever it is to anybody if I don't believe in the product. And I'll tell you, you know what? I think the of the podcasts I listen to, including this one, I think that that's a very common theme. Yeah. Of, uh, you have to. Of if you don't believe in what you if if you know everyone needs to advertise, everyone needs to make a living, right? If you if you're if you're Showing the the bullshit and it's 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 obvious yeah, people can tell absolutely. I, it's not even the, it's just not even the bullshit. I just feel like I couldn't do such a dishonest move to people who some of these people I know and some of these people I have no idea who listen to the show and mm-hmm. and I appreciate the shit out of the support. Um, but I'm like, why would I if I'm not going to use that? I mean, hey, maybe I might not use it, but I like it and I think it's a great idea and just might not be for me. If that if that's the case and it's still a good product, maybe I'll put it up. But if it's a product that I wouldn't I don't even I don't like, I don't use, I have I don't think it's even worth it, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna fucking try to sell somebody on that. I'd rather just make no money than make a little bit of money and I'm sure one of my buddies is gonna be like, Dude, you're a fucking asshole, you should just try to make some money. I'm like, I don't that's not the point. I don't want people to to come on the show and be like, "Oh, Harrison, I, I bought this and it sucked." You're a fucking asshole because you support. They, you let them support you. Yeah, you know it's funny because uh, so many people will say 
in anything. It's like if you have a passion about something, the money will come, right? Yeah. That's you hear that all the time. And you know what? I am lucky. I am. I consider myself very lucky that I didn't realize that magic could uh, bring me money before I spent the time in actually getting, uh, enjoying it and working on it because. I was able to uh, be passionate about it before I even knew that there was money involved. So yeah. it wasn't even that, like, um, the temptation of, hey, I should just go get a job and, and try to do magic for people before I was even good enough to do that. Yeah. Um, or, you know, you, know, you know what I'm saying? Like, the, the I'm, I'm glad that uh, that, that I, I didn't know that I could make money for magic because I would have ruined it for myself because I am a greedy motherfucker. No, I'm just <laughs> but, uh, but seriously, like if, if you're passionate about something, if you're passionate about it and you work on it and you're good at it, like you are, Thank you. It, 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 it's going it to come. Yeah. People will, people hey, recognize that people recognize dedication and passion. That's I it. I appreciate that. The, um, and I, and I do agree with you. The, and the, the other crazy part is too, it's like, if you are on one of these platforms that are completely free, like I will be setting up a camera in here that will that will record the show, and it may not be the greatest angle as I as eventually, hopefully, YouTube will pay me a small chunk of money, and I can work on upgrading the equipment and stuff like that. And there's new microphones and mixers and a new computer that I would love to to let sit in the studio and use when when I can. Mm. But I'm like, there's at least that doesn't cost anybody anything. Like it's not like I'm selling the ad that's before my show. That's YouTube, and everybody and their mother knows that. And if you want to go buy their product, let them. That's not me. Just give me my very small fraction of a nickel that I get, or fraction of a penny that I get per view, and hopefully that'll equate to something. And I just, I also want to be on another platform where it's like, all right, not everybody listens to podcasts, and I totally understand that because I'm a YouTube addict. That shit is probably worse than Netflix in most cases. <laughs> but I could stop. The nice part is, it's like, all right, I could just cut it off and I'm done. Um, where I don't get sucked into that hole so deep with Netflix. Um, and I'm like, all right, well, YouTube can pay you. So I'm not taking money from anybody. I'm not selling some bullshit. And if somebody wants to sponsor me, as long as I believe in the product and, and it's another platform that people can just find out about it. I don't, I don't particularly care. And I've said this multiple times. If I do, if I make a dollar, I don't make a dollar. Would I love to retire on a podcast? Absolutely. But hey, if this is fun, yeah, if I don't. I've, I love doing it, and I don't. I would. I'll move the earth to make it make one happen. No, you know, this is the first time I've ever been on a podcast before. So this is um, and I and I, I listen to podcasts. All, I, I we were just saying. I I don't think I've listened to radio um, in for you. I, I mean, I every time today, I get in the I car, myself. Yeah, every time I get in the car, it's uh, what, which podcast am I in the middle of, or which podcast am I going to next? Yep. It's um, it's 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 such a great. It's better than radio in every single way. I don't know how people still listen to the radio. I'll be honest, because even and not for nothing, even if you're you're listening to podcasts or you're listening to SoundCloud or Pandora, like it's there's no reason to listen to radio anymore. And I I, I like radio. I, I respect it for what it is. Yeah, I guess, absolutely. but but it's outdated. It's an older technology. It's it's so outdated. And I get it. You got to pay a fuckload of people. You got to pay the people who make the song, the team of people that help produce it. The yeah. studio that you're that you're using. Let's just, I, there was some statistic that came out, and it was like Selena Gomez had paid had forty two people work on one song of hers to make it like official, like the all said and done. And I was like forty two fucking mouths to feed to get <laughs> to get one song done. And I'm like, those people don't work for free. You have to pay all those people. Yeah. So you got to pay all those people. Then when you air it, 
you got to give her a fraction of the money. Then you got to pay all the. You got to pay somebody to monitor the music. You got to make sure that it's up to date. You got to make sure that whoever's listening, whoever's playing the music, is is making a quality music. You yeah, got to pay for the studio that it's going to be in. You got to pay the people for the that are going to market it, and all yeah. the people that are going to promote gotta, it. Yeah, you got to pay for the antennas to put up to be on there. You got to pay yeah. for the certifications, this, that, the other thing. I'm like, holy fuck! And don't get me wrong, music is great, but I'm like, I'd rather just pay you the dollar. <laughs> And not cut out the bullshit. Yeah, and I it. own it forever. I, I have a thousand exactly. songs on here. So I'm like, all right, you know, people are like, dude, you spent a thousand dollars on iTunes? I'm like, yeah, over the course of like four or five years. Right, it's right, not like exactly. I'm spending. And I'm like, you know what? And you have that forever. Like, that's yeah, yours. That's it's mine it. forever. I own it, that song. It took me a long time to get on the... Uh, to get on the uh, the mindset of digital goods, like when it yeah. first when we first started seeing that, you know, however long, ten years ago, I guess. Everybody, um, LimeWire, you just steal it. Why be fuck yeah, Morpheus, uh, <laughs> Napster, LimeWire, all of them. Yep. But uh, but yeah, though that was yeah. I remember. Uh, I feel like it was a skill way back when to uh, to notice what was the real porn and what was the fake porn on mm. Morpheus or, or LimeWire. <laughs> I, I and that could just be me. I don't definitely know. made a couple but, mistakes on that. <laughs> I was I was still a young lad. I was, How many computers did you fuck up? No, <laughs> I think I only broke one. Oh well, you you were the lucky one. I know. Thank God. But uh, but the um, what was I saying? Uh, the the, the um, supporting artists paying right. the dollar. Right, right. Uh, that that um that whole model of doing things is way better than anything else. Yes. Yeah. Uh, just to cut, like if I like there. The radio stations play what forty two songs, up, up. I think that's up, the last time I counted. It was about forty two song cycle of all the different music that's out, which is is not that bad. But if you drive in your car at the same time every fucking day, you're gonna hear the same song every fucking day. Yeah. And I'm like, that's gotta be exhausting hearing the same shit over and over again. I'm like, I'd ra- if I wanted to hear that song all day long, I'd rather pay a nickel and not have to hear about some carpet cleaner or some chimney sweep that don't even fucking apply to me. Right. It's not even like it's marketing towards me. Right. Like Well that's that's the problem actually yeah. is is that radio is such a broad audience and we've with the internet we've gotten to the point where you can focus target people so much on a two year basis pretty much. Freak some people out, I yeah. guess that 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 they're that they can be so focus targeted. But I mean honestly at the end of the day uh, it doesn't just make everyone's life easier. If if you're seeing ads that directly apply to your life, um, okay. I, I mean, am I angry that you're watching where I go on the internet? Who's finding out? That, I don't even care. Jeez, uh, we're advocating have, like bad privacy stuff. I'd right rather now. <laughs> have an ad. Like I just bought and uh, I posted on my Instagram, so I don't care about talking about it. But I bought I bought, I bought the Squatty Potty the other day. Nice, that's awesome. Fucking revolutionary device, by the yeah, way. Changed your life, huh? <sighs> Worth <laughs> every penny I paid for it. Um, and, I believe it. I believe it. Oh yeah, but and I'm like, you know what? I I I saw one of those bullshit unicorns shitting out the fucking multicolored. I don't know if you've seen the commercial. Yes. Uh, oh, yeah, the, the unicorn the, the uh the rainbow. Yeah, poop. the rainbow poop. That's fucking And the great. guy's eating its ice cream. And uh, and they just came out with another one. And Giselle, who uh, everybody's probably knows Giselle now at this point because she's she bought me this this block of cards uh, that yeah. I talk about on the on the podcast. And um, she posted a thing, and it's like, oh, now they're now they're capturing unicorn farts, and it's like it's like poopery, but you spray it on the toilet, and apparently poopery. Yeah, you never heard Got of that? It. No, it's good stuff. You I do like a little. That. Oh, you do. No, uh, I mean, I'm just. Oh, I, I've never heard the, the term poopery. That's yeah. a. You spray it on the toilet, and it blocks a little stench or whatever. That's fucking but they came out with it. And I'm like, I oh, you know, I always wanted this, and my then ironically enough, I had a buddy of mine, Snapchat me, the squatty potty, half an ass down to his feet. 
with him on it. And I'm like, I'm oh, like, oh, right. oh yeah, the whole squad. Yeah, I got the whole intense. side action. And um, I was like, you know what? And those ads trailed the shit out of me. And I was like, you know what? It's it's at least a good ad. Like, the ad makes me want to buy it. It's not Honestly, like something I want to hang myself those watching. Those unicorn ads sold me on it, too. I'm the same, I, although I didn't buy it. But oh, <laughs> but, but I was I was totally supportive. <laughs> m- m- money well spent. And uh, I was like, I can't believe I bought this fucking thing that has a unicorn shitting out multicolored ice cream. And <laughs> you know what? I was like, I was like, oh, and I've been toss- tossing around the idea. And I'm like, all right, if the science is there, and then you, it's like you go to the Amazon page and you Wait, search it. The science is there? Is that what yeah, you just- the, yeah, the science to the science to back it up. Bull, no bullshit. And um, okay, that's what we have sold me to. Yeah, I, I, it definitely works. It's effective. If it, yeah, I'm not going to buy something. It's not. I, useful. I was sold in the unicorn. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I was like, oh, this fucking unicorn shit in Wayne Bros. I'm okay yeah. with this. Um, but as, and then he posted. The, he sent me the photo. Ironically enough, like right after it. And then I was like, all right, you know, like let me go check it out. And then and then of course they get you to the Amazon page. And then that's when the fucking doomsday happens. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know what? And then it's like there's three thousand comments on it, and you're like three, and it's got four and a, it's like four point nine stars or something like that. I'm like, all right, it's got almost a perfect score with four thousand or three thousand people that have used this thing. People have poop. Yeah, I'm like I, I can't imagine being bad if there's yeah. three thousand people. If there's twenty and it's got a two star review, it's a little sketchy. But uh, 3, you need 000. three digits on the reviews at least. Three oh, digits. I agree. I agree. Hundred percent. Two digits kind of skews me it's out. Sketchy. But every once in a while, you gotta. You got nah, to swim It's a three-digit cliff you need. I, I don't buy anything with less than uh, 100 reviews. And usually I wait for at least 500 reviews. I need that. I need the, uh, the, the, the satisfaction of knowing that other people actually like this before yep. I buy anything. The, and the other thing I've realized, too, is more people write negative reviews than anything. Mm. So if it has like a four-star, I'm like, there's been enough angry people that wrote a bad review. But like when you have like a three, a four-and-a-half star, I'm like, there's been... So many people have been so happy with this product that it has to be like I don't I try not to buy anything under four and a half stars. I I mean hey it it's funny because uh, I, <laughs> that, that's another case of the internet like making everything better for everybody. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I agree with you. And then there's people like, well, what are you gonna do about the jobs that people don't get when they're fucking working at a department store? Now I'm not saying anybody's lazy, but the way the department stores are set up, they fucking suck. Yeah. All of it sucks. Like, yeah, that was great for, like, the 70s. Uh, we're in 2017 now. You need to uh, step that shit up a little bit. Also, not for nothing, I've been I've been trying to buy a new computer for a while. I've been doing a lot of research because I am a, uh, uh, unfortunately, I'm a detail-oriented person, which means that if, if I'm going to buy or learn anything, I need to do all of my own research and handicap myself in figuring it out myself. Oh, we'll talk after this. It's terrible, we'll but uh, it's it's like it's like a crippling uh, d- d- disease I have where oh, I just I need too. to find out all this shit by myself, and um, I'm very stubborn about it. But uh, so I, I did all this research about laptops for like weeks, and I'm like, okay, I think I've got it. I think I know which one I'm going to buy, and I uh, happened to be next to. I was in Staples today, buy, buying buying. Oh, um, fucking bought one, didn't you? No, no, no. Oh, no. Okay. Right, no, well, please. I would never buy a fucking laptop from Staples. Are you kidding? 
They're, they're out there. They're there, but they're like, you know, I don't know. Why would I, but does, do people buy those laptops? Because the Staples, and here's what I was going to say. The Staples is next to a Best Buy. Why would you ever buy a laptop from Staples when you're next to, and, and actually, here's why. Because Best Buy fucking sucks. I did all this research on these laptops. I have a price range in mind for what they cost. I walk into a Best Buy because it was there. I was like, all right, you know what? Maybe I'll just go check it out, see if they have anything. These laptops were like, twice as expensive in yeah. the Best Buy store. Yep. I, could, I And you know what? It's boo on me. I haven't walked into a Best Buy in like three years because Amazon exists, basically. Yep, yep. Um, why buy anything in real life? You know, I don't go to brick and mortars. Ever, yeah, everybody goes <laughs> the... Uh, I had a I had a good buddy of mine who worked at Best Buy, and they're like, everybody comes to Best Buy to try the product before they actually buy it. You know what? That's what I used my time there for. <laughs> I, I walked around, I played with a few thing. laptops. I was like, all right, this is fun, but I'm never going to spend that much. Holy shit! And they make it out like, like I'll see a laptop online for five hundred bucks, mm. and I'll walk into the store. And I'm talking to one of the sales reps, like, yeah, so here's his laptop I was looking at. And, uh, and then he's like, yeah, that'll run you about 1200 1300 bucks. I'm like, really? Are you fucking kidding me? Really? That much? And well, I they walk price over. match now. Well, I learned do that. they? Oh, I got Micro Center price matches. Micro Center price matches. I don't know. I didn't know Best Buy does. Micro Center Because I got great. this webcam. This webcam new from Best Buy. They wanted like $86. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, bitch, I saw that shit on eBay for $60. Brand new inbox shipped to my house in a day. Like next day, free next day shipping, and I was like, "Bro, you can't fucking scam me that like whatever. It's only twenty six dollars or whatever the difference is." And I'm like, "You can't fucking scam me that hard, Best Buy." And I understand that I'll get it that right then and there, and that's worth a worth a price. Nah, I disagree. Amazon Prime gives it to me tomorrow, and if and they don't, they charge me <laughs> less to give it to me tomorrow. I don't think getting it today versus tomorrow should be that much of a premium. But twenty five percent. And here's the crazy part: so I'm in there, and I'm like, I'm like, oh, you know, I really want this. I'm like, fuck, you know, it's eighty six dollars. I'm like, I don't mind spending the eighty six dollars. It's not the eighty six dollars. I'm just like, I know that there's so many other places that have it for so much cheaper. Yeah. And. Uh, I go in there and I was like, "Oh, do you guys price match on uh, eBay?" And they're like, "No." And I was like, "Fuck!" I was like, "They're only they're like only major competitors brick," and I don't think they said brick and mortar stores, but they go because eBay resells a lot of used shit. Yeah, that's fair. So I was like, "All right, fair enough." And I was like, and I go and I just type in the name of the thing. I forget what it is. I think it's C nine twenty X or something like that. I type it in, and sure enough, Walmart comes right up. 50, Walmart. $59. I'm Walmart, like, the price match champion. And I'm like, Walmart. oh, will you match Walmart's price? I was like, because I don't know if for that much money I'll go there, but if you're willing to price, because he said he they'll price match, and they nice. fucking threw the company under the bus. Uh, and I was like, oh, Walmart, uh, Walmart says $59. He goes, all right, done, $59. I was like, dude, that shit's better than Amazon. That's pretty And good. I got him right there. I'll be honest. See, you said you wouldn't go to Walmart. I... I hate fuck. Walmart. I'll crawl. I'll, I'll drive three miles to save three cents on gas. I don't fuck. <laughs> I'm 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 bad with that. If oh I if God. I see something lower in price, like I'll I'll go. <laughs> I'm the guy that walks around stop and shop with his fucking phone out. Like oh, this cauliflower is fucking three nineteen here. Fuck that. I'm going to shop right. <laughs> that shit's fucking that's two ninety nine. But yeah, I will. I'm bad. I'm I bad. will do that shit for a lot. I'll go through the store and I'll be like, I'm like, I'm like that's a lot of money for this. And like I'm like. Especially when I go to Best Buy because we resell computers, so yeah. I'm like, I fucking know how much this computer costs. It's true, yeah. I'm you like, have the inside your knowledge, yeah. And I know, I know, like what we get it for, and then what what the MSRP is. And I'm like, I'm like, you know what? Let me just, 
and you go on your phone, and you you search it up, and I'm like, I'm like, I fucking know that's too much. And sure enough, it's like three, four hundred dollars. I'm like, bitch, you want three, four hundred dollars for me to get it today? I could get that shit next day to my house <laughs> for for four hundred dollars less. Dude, you know, you, you want to know how fucking crazy I am? Right for this. Hear it. I, if uh, you heard Dollar Tree, uh-huh. okay, yeah, yeah. So here's here's a money making tip for everyone listening to this podcast: go to Dollar Tree or any dollar store. And walk around for, if you have, (laughs) okay, wait, before I tell the story, I should preface this with, I'm sorry that I have so much free time as a magician. (laughs) I walk around Dollar Tree and have the eBay app open on your phone and just check what some of this shit sells for (laughs) because you can make like three times as much on eBay if you're willing to put in a little bit of work. Yeah. So like you walk in uh, the Dollar Tree and you clear them out of fucking loofahs. (laughs) <laughs> and you Loop resell them for like much money? 350 on eBay or some shit you know I'm just making up something but you know anything check just just walk around with your eBay that's app that's fucking open genius and check I would have never guessed that Dollar Tree is the best for that or uh, and oh god now I, I, I wish I didn't tell anyone this because now I, I feel like that makes me look really crazy but no man. dude making money man yeah that's the, the um, I had a buddy of mine who just told me and I don't want to mention his name because I know a lot of the people that are listening right so now you didn't mention it, but my name is mentioned and I just told you about my story so yeah, maybe you should he's a good it. friend of mine <laughs> oh he, okay he, oh, fuck you he, 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 <laughs> and he refuses to be on the show As a he loves role. it but he refuses to be on the show that's fair but he's like he's like Every once in a while, and I know a handful of people that are going to pick up exactly on who this might be, but every once in a while, he's like, I'll go, I'll peruse the internet, and I'll find an item, and I'm like, holy fuck, that's like $400 off the normal price. Even a good price, it's like $300 off. So he goes, what do I do? I buy fucking six or seven of them. He goes, and I just reset, he goes, I fucking put them on eBay and it's resell called, them. It's called entrepreneurial spirit, is what that's called. I agree. Fuck yeah. If that's what we're going to name it, I fucking love I that shit. I support that shit because, um, you know, mine's a more pathetic version of getting like a dollar for, or getting like $3 for a dollar item. <laughs> that's, that's a lot of work. But hey, if you're willing to put the work in, it's man. It's not much work. It's really the, um, but, the, but no, seriously, I, 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 even if you don't actually end up reselling shit, just go to a dollar store and look up some of this shit on eBay and it'll put into perspective how overpriced everything in our fucking world is. And I, I you know, I do this a lot with um, uh, staples. I spend a lot of time in staples because I'm an organizational uh, obsessive person and I buy way more notebooks really? and folders. Guessed. I know. I'm weird. I don't know. I, I love going to Staples. It's fucking weird. I was at Staples <laughs> today. Buy those I, fucking little I get, Yeah, I, I get all fucking like, uh, I don't know, it makes me fucking yeah, all happy about like thinking about <laughs> filing shit and I'm like, oh, I'm going to buy these folders. I'm going to organize my whole life and I never do it. I never actually follow through with it but the idea of being an organized person is like really sexy to me so I, I go to Staples <laughs> And I like get off on thinking about all this shit and I buy like a filing cabinet, but I go to Staples and then I'll go to the Dollar Tree and I'll be like, oh, this notebook is like better than what I saw at Staples and it's a dollar for the one that they were selling for four seventy five. I'm like, holy shit, what am I spending money on? Like it just, it puts into perspective how much shit costs. It really does. And that's why I love Dollar Tree. So <laughs> buy the, their stock. <laughs> I want to yeah, buy their stock because uh, I own all of it. Um, <laughs> the, uh, Pump and dump, baby. I, I, I never I never went to Big Lots. And I was like, oh, people were like, oh, Big Lots is like where like all the cheap, crappy stuff goes. And I'm like, all right. So I was like, you know what? I was in the area and I'm like, you know, I just need this. I need a, I think I need a, a candle lighter. Mm. Um, one of those long 
lighters that could reach down to the wick of the candle. And they make like, those? I keep burning my fingers every time I yes, drive. Yes, they do. They're <laughs> evolutionary. For the extra dollar you're going to spend, well fucking worth it. Nice. And um, I was like, you know what? And I'm in there. I'm like, wow, they have a... Like, I didn't know what to perceive of it because I've never been in there. Like, they have a lot of, like, normal shit. Like, I didn't know what... I had no idea. And I go in there. I'm like... I'm like, all this stuff is so fucking cheap. Mm. Granted, I did get shafted on a candle. I bought this gigantic candle, and it was like normally $20. And they're like, oh, it's on sale for like $11. i am like, all right, cool. Like, I like candles. Like, I'll just let them burn. They smell pretty good. So I bought this giant candle. Smelled good when you put your nose to it. Dude, lit that shit. Nothing. Nothing? Nothing. I, I lit it. Left my house for two full days. Completely forgot I had a candle on in my house. Nobody even checked on it. <laughs> Like, could have burned my fucking home down, although... See, you know, I, 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 I will smell candles ever. I, I'm, I, maybe it's the Jewish thing. I'm, I'm like, constantly stuffy. You know, I, have a, I have a constant, like, sinus thing. Only one nostril works at a time. If I have one nostril working, I am psyched. Like, I'm like, oh, I can breathe out of my nose. This is great. But my wife is obsessed with candles. She loves them. Like, Yankee candle. Every time I go to They're the fucking so expensive. mall... So Jesus Christ, it's wax. I'm spending $20 on wax and string. I'm going to make candles. This seems like a really good fucking racket. Let's do this. I already thought of it. But, uh, yeah, so have you made some? No, Can not yet. Use? It's no. on my list of things to do. Once yeah. school's over. That, making soap, and making random little trinkets to sell on Etsy. Those are those. That, that's my hit Etsy, list. <laughs> Etsy's a home run. Etsy, I don't know. I feel like you have to be a girl, and you have to know how Pinterest works. Because I have no... Pinterest is like fucking magic. I don't know how Pinterest, Pinterest works. Um, but apparently, um, if you have a vagina... You figured it out, and you spend shit tons of money on shit you found on Pinterest. If I could figure out Pinterest, and I could figure out Etsy, I'll be a millionaire. That's my plan. That's <laughs> fucking nuts. It's my retirement plan. <laughs> the, uh, and it was so, like, the craziest part is, I buy this candle, and it's a big fucking candle. I mean, the thing probably weighs six, seven pounds. I mean, it's no joke, eight inches in diameter. Jesus. It's six, seven inches tall. Huge candle. Like, you threw it, if you throw it at somebody, it would fuck their day up. <laughs> and, uh... I'm like, oh, cool, I'll light it, whatever, no smell, no smell. So after two full days, I come home, and I'm like, I'm like wow, it smells really good in my room. Like, normally it just smells like nothing. Like, I, my room doesn't have a smell. I'm like, it smells really good. At least I'm to like, you. I'm sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah more than likely. My mom always <laughs> says it smells horrible, but everybody else says it smells fine. So I don't know what's wrong with my mom's nostrils. Hey, but Obviously something's wrong. With yeah. Um, but uh, I'm like, wow, it smells really, really good. I'm like, what's the, like what could possibly cause it to smell this good? And then I, I look over, I'm like, holy fuck, I left a candle on in my room, not even for like a couple hours. I left it on for two full days. I was gone. Nice. And because it was so gigantic, <laughs> it didn't go out. But I'm like, wow, took two full days. And my room, I have a moderately large room, but I'm like, it took two full days to make it actually smell like something. I'm like, not worth $20. No, I wouldn't spend $2 on a, a candle that might burn your house down. No, no, yeah, but I do love candles that. otherwise. And it didn't even have a glass case, no nothing. It was just straight wax oh, with three oh, wicks. Oh, shit. Oh, I was fucking oh, my living God. dangerously. See, now, you know what? At first, I was like, <laughs> I mean, whatever. Fuck. Uh, my, my, uh, I actually, I left a candle burning in the uh, in the bathroom for some reason. I don't know why the candle's in the bathroom. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> candle burning in the bathroom for, like, overnight. And I, uh, it was like I... Like I, I, I almost burned the house down. But the, the, it was one of those Yankee candles that's encased in glass. Yep, yep. And I'm like, honestly, okay. She hope, even if it does, as long as it doesn't never fall over, you're fine. Yeah, I hope she never listens to this. But she, she, you know, she was like, you almost burned the house down. And I'm like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. I can't believe I almost burned the house down. But in reality, I'm like, fuck. Like really? <laughs> no, is that really gonna burn? Come on, it's in glass. Like, yeah. So 
But you were telling me that that was a naked candle. Naked candle that no, you nothing. left burning no, nothing. for two days straight. Two fucking full days. Just a, a, a round cylinder of very dense wax. Wow. You are lucky. You are lucky, sir. Do you have cats or anything? I do not. Oh, see, I have cats. I live dangerously. And I hate cats. I go, what? How do you hate cats? Cats make great memes. You did mention that before. I don't care. For, you ever see that? Uh, what is it? It's like uh, Uncle something or other, and he's like, how to, he's like, how to uh, change, how to change a cat litter box, and he goes, first, scoop out the cat shit. Second, scoop out the cat litter, or like the, whatever the fuck. That's litter, right? That's that litter, it's crumbly litter. shit. Whatever the fuck it is. Litter. Yeah, and then he's like, third, go get a barrel of gasoline. Fourth, dump barrel of gasoline on cat on cat thing. The, yeah. Fifth, light it on fire and walk away. Honestly, that's basically what you need to do to get rid of the fucking smell. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I have two cats. I have two cats, and my. Uh, one of my cats is 13 years old. Oh shit, that's an old fucking cat. He uh, he uh, I mean he's spry as fuck. He's he's a fat asshole, but he's uh he's healthy. Every time I bring him to the vet, they're like, "Yeah, no, he's healthy. He's a little overweight." Like, shit. That's what they tell me. I think it's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> no. This cat, I found this cat. I was 15 years old. I found a kitten. And I knocked on people's doors and I hung up signs and no one ever claimed him. Um my mom uh, was like, don't name him because once people, once his owner, he was a kitten. Like someone had to have had him. Is yeah, yeah, what yeah. our thought process was. My mom was like, don't name him because so once the owners come and you take him, you'll be attached. I was 15 years old, so I never named him, and he never fucking left. And <laughs> I'm allergic to cats. My mom's allergic to cats. Oh um, shit! You're my dad and my brother are not allergic because that might explain um, the whole nasal thing. Oh, oh, maybe. Just throwing that in there. Possibly. No. Yeah, that okay. there, that no, was a great lineup I'm, for a joke. There's no cats here, and I have <laughs> left natural capability, but that's all. <laughs> no, but so this cat never left, um, never has a name. I call him TC, which stands for the cat, and <laughs> he's been, he's more like a roommate because he's an outdoor cat. Okay. So, but I live with him. comes in and hangs out for a little while. You know what? When I, w- I would leave for the day, and he would come in, and then I'd come home at night and he would go out and that was basically our relationship for a few years oh okay um because so he like, would be you're inside not gonna kill me and i'm not gonna kill you yeah he'd be inside during the day to sleep he'd uh, go out at night to i don't know eat slaughter birds yeah probably well no no he would he wouldn't slaughter birds he would uh eat not, he, he, he left me a few birds he would leave me the bottom half of mice he would eat the head and then i would get the tail and the back hind legs nice Nice. It's very My favorite part. I'm yeah, so glad he saved it for me. I mean, no, that, delicious. that's the, the chewy part, actually. I didn't like that. <laughs> but he, he, so it was more like a roommate relationship. It was cool. I moved out, and I didn't know what else to do with him, so I took him. Um now he's my buddy. He's also a fucking asshole because every time I bring him to the vet, he will literally murder anyone else that touches him except for me, which is nice. I feel good about that. I kind of have a little bit of pride about the fact that every time I bring him to the vet, they have to go into the back room to get their heavy fucking gloves yep, yep. and they have to pull the vet that like went to the gym. For I have his a very good buddy, life. Chris, yeah. who, got, who got bitten by a cat a couple times. Oh, no, cat bites are no fucking joke. My dad. Really? Because we all called him a pussy. No, no. And everybody who's listening to this podcast who knows exactly what I'm talking about (laughs) is going to be literally laugh their ass off at that. (laughs) That's good. No, my cat bites are no joke. I sympathize with your friend. My, because, okay, so here's a good story. I'm sitting uh, uh, at the the kitchen table with my family. I don't know. I'm in high school. So my whole family's there. My dad's sitting there. My mom's sitting there. my, My brother, the cat who begged at the table because he's I told you he was a fat fuck he um 
he starts making this weird noise, uh-huh. like this weird. I never heard a cat growl before, but he was making this weird like growl, right? Shit. And I didn't um, even know cats growled. Apparently they do, especially when they're fucking asshole outdoor cats like this guy. Um, so TC's growling and my dad stands up to be like, what's going on? And I look over and we hit a glass window uh-huh. outside, like going out to the, and there's a raccoon just sitting there, just oh, staring shit. at him, just giving him the eyes. And my dad like notices and he like goes down and he's like, all right, buddy. And he goes to pet my cat and my oh. cat was not fucking having it. And he, I guess he startled him and the cat turns around bites my dad's leg like seriously bites him not like a not like a uh, like stop petting me bite like a oh my god my life is in danger fuck you bite (laughs) puts two big holes in my dad's leg um and my dad my dad screamed louder than i've ever heard anyone scream the cat runs my mo my dad kicks his leg throws the cat across the room the cat runs away i didn't see him for like uh, a day he hid somewhere in the house and my dad hid these two fucking holes in his leg Mm mm-hmm and uh, at first, he was just like, shit, that hurts. He started bleeding. The next day, the leg blows up to like three times the size. Yep, it's yep. black. That's why like, <laughs> I, don't know if it's, I don't know if my buddy's finger turned black. but uh, it, 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 it turned into like, like uh, so, so he goes to the doctor. The doctor's like, uh, what happened? Oh, you got bit by a cat? Holy shit. And the, if the doctor gets scared when you tell him what happened to your leg, <laughs> like, you're like, oh, no, oh, this is bad. Yeah, apparently cats have like... Oh, some shit in their mouths that make Ugh. you uh, that fuck you up. Damn. Yeah. So cat fights are no joke. I'm just saying in defense of your friend. <laughs> I appreciate that. Well, I'll let him know, and he'll have to listen. Yeah. The, uh, all right, man. We're we're just closing on the uh, the two hour mark. So Holy I, w- shit. I would say let's wrap this bitch up. That's amazing. And uh, so Michael Rossetti, yeah. the magician. Thanks. How do how do people find you? How do they how do they hear about you? How do they? Sure. They could uh, they can go to my website. It's uh, www.magicmichaelrosetti. Nope. Millennials don't say www. Oh shit! I'm sorry. MagicMichaelRosetti.com, and that's R O S S E T T I. And my name is M I C H M I C H A E L R O S S E T T I. My middle name has the other fourteen letters of the alphabet, and dot com. MagicMichaelRosetti.com, and my Facebook is facebook.com slash MagicMichaelRosetti. Or come to the LOL Comedy Club at Times Square. I might be there. I might not. But they have a magic show every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday night at 730. Oh, shit. All um, right. Lots of fun. I'm there when I am not having uh, a Saturday? party. I'll be there this Saturday. Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't think I'm doing anything this Saturday. Maybe I'll, come. Maybe I'll see if I can uh, make it out to the city. Yeah, I'm closing the show this Saturday. I hate the city. Ugh. Me too. But, uh, you know, that's because we're from Long Island. That That is 100% true. Yeah. 100% and, true. And, and whenever you go in the city, it's a lot of fun to hang out in the city. But in the back of your mind, you're always like, hour fucking train ride home this is the worst <laughs> yeah you're an hour well, i'm less than i'm like 42 we're an hour and a half plus a taxi ride oh, i forgot where i was <laughs> yeah uh we're like 50 we're like 10 minutes away from the train station and to my house it's an hour and a half to Jeez. from penn to ronkonkoma and then ronkonkoma to my humble town of bayport i'm a south shore nasa guy so i'm a 45 minute train ride in and i'm like ah yeah, man and that's still annoying trust me <laughs> that, oh my god oh crazy anyway Anyway, this has been great. Man, thanks for uh, thanks for coming on. This was uh, definitely a fucking awesome podcast. I can't believe it was two hours. This is time travel, Crushed man. It, bro. It's like we watched Netflix. Crushed it. Uh, <laughs> well, we didn't. We didn't. The um, all right, fuckers. Uh, till next time. I appreciate the uh, the listen. And once again, this is the the tripod month, which I'm you may have heard about. Uh, it's hashtag T R Y P O D. Um, if anybody wants to do it, you can uh, 
you can uh, smash that subscribe button, regardless of whether or not you, uh, you're you going to do the hashtag or not. But Because um, I appreciate that shit. Um, but use hashtag tripod on whatever social media nonsense you use. Um, and uh, I'm looking to do maybe some a pretty ridiculous giveaway in the near future. Ooh. So I uh, hope everybody's ears perked up a little bit. Uh, it's going to be pretty nuts. I don't know exactly what I'm going to do yet, but it'll be a pretty high ticket item, I would imagine. Um, so stay tuned because I'm going to announce it at one of the next following shows. Uh, I don't know when, like I said. But um, all right, appreciate the motherfucking shit out of you guys. So till next time, peace. <laughs>